Y'all know what it is. What it is. is. Beats swap. Hello, 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 Okay, challenge. Leave your phone unlocked and right side up. Walk out the room without throwing your bitch off balance. It's either on or off, ain't no in-between when it's valid. I seem to want to talk more and more about what really matters. I've seen my aura hop out my torso and hit her backwards. Flip watching you skip down my corridor, fuck a ballad. Don't need shit on the side no more, I just know fuck a salad. I often have awesome thoughts of tossing this softer palette. So when we fall, any wall, any stall, any crawl, any pause, any scar, any tar, any dog, will dissolve, kill them all, build a bear, build them all. Build it where it won't fall, give it all, give it my all, yeah Don't wear any draws, any bra, any more In it raw, in it raw, I'm in all, I'm involved Coming law, coming on stomach wall Kermit frog, jump off London fog Bridges in the midst of call, girls, my woman calls Unicorn, you my porn, porn, porn I don't know, I don't know, I don't know, I don't know I don't know, I don't know Well, this bitch could go for me, I mean, well, this woman could go for me Are they in the closet? Do we tie them up? Yeah, they're they're, they're gone. Lock that door. I I had to slap them around. Good. They're subdued. Good. Great. (laughs) Hello, everyone. Welcome, welcome to the first ever Beat Swap. Beat Swap. Beat Swap. (laughs) It's going to be great. Um, So first things first, we wanted to take a moment um, of silence to just honor uh, the life of Corin Gaines. Yes. Um, We'll talk about it a little bit later in the show, but we did just want to use the space to just honor her and the other um, black and black and trans women who've lost their lives to police brutality and just overall brutality in this cruel world. So if you would just... Take this moment with us. Thanks, everyone. Um, So again, we took a moment of silence um, to honor the life of uh, Corinne James. And I apologize if I'm getting her name wrong. I honestly have just been reading about her. I've not been watching the news or anything because I know that they're just reaching for some disgusting rhetoric, uh, trying to make her seem like she was a perpetrator and she was, you know, she was deserving of, you know, this capital punishment, apparently. So I don't know how to pronounce it, but if anyone, if I was doing it right. Corinne is correct. Her name is Corinne. Corinne is correct. Yes. Okay, great. Um, So yeah, that was pretty heavy to start on, but uh, it's going to get better. It's going to get great. Yeah, let's, let us, we're going to tell you who we are. Yeah. Go ahead, you first. Who I is. Who, who you is. <laughs> who you be, girl. Um, so I, my name is Cleanna. Hi, everyone. Um, and I did not prepare an introduction. I really didn't think of what to say about who I am. I'm a Pisces. Um, I like long walks on the beach. Um, <laughs> um, so, yeah, my name is Cleanna Lightborn. Uh, I work... You know, at a place. I'm not going to give all my information out because the cops are listening. I know you guys are. Um, But (laughs) yes, I am a local activist. I uh, work uh, with CAMI, Capital Area Against Mass Incarceration. I do some justice work um, with the LGBTQIA or quilt bag community. Um, 
And I am also one of the uh, co-founders of Black Lives Matter, upstate New York, deep in love with Black Lives Matter, upstate New York, and the all-around cause. And I'm also, um, I don't know, this Messiah's Bay. I don't know if that's going to be You're a rap guy's girlfriend. I'm a rap guy's girlfriend. Yeah. And who is sitting next to you? I don't know. Who you is? Hello. I am Tara Cowan. Um, I am uh, DJ's wife. Lofi Lobo, as everyone likes to call him. I call him Jody. Um, I'm excited to be with all of these amazing women and talk about some pretty interesting topics. I don't have a great introduction besides the fact that uh, I'm happy to be here. <laughs> and who Yay. do I have to the left of Yay. me? <laughs> I am Tanisha, a.k.a. The Wordsmith. Hey. And I'm a rap guy's girlfriend. Hey. I don't know why I did that to myself, but <laughs> I did it. Um, but aside from that, I am a spoken word artist. I'm a teacher. Um, I do consider myself someone who is an activist because I do a lot of work in the area of educational justice. And I just had a workshop. And I have another one coming up August 18th. And I will tell you more about it later. Um, but for now, I'm going to ask the beautiful young woman sitting next to me to introduce herself. My name is Kiana. I am not a rap guy's girlfriend. <laughs> I am actually a wife of a spoken word artist, um, Daniel Summerhill. Um, some people may know him. Um, well, actually, a lot of people may know him. Um, I don't have an introduction for myself, really. Can you guys hear me good? I just speak you. up. Be loud. Be, oh, okay. Gotcha. Gotcha. Sorry. <laughs> it's our time. <laughs> oh, we're being. I'm we're, trying not to. Yeah. <laughs> we're being deceptive because I don't think there's a meek person in this room. <laughs> um, yeah. Um, I, I don't have an introduction for myself, really. Um, I am an artist. I am a dancer. Um, I write here and there. So. I guess you can say that. Um, I'm a writer when um, the mood hits me. <laughs> um, but um, I'm excited about this show. I've never been on the radio before, so. You still aren't. I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Now we have another beautiful woman in the room. Go ahead, introduce yourself. Hi, my name is Corey. I am the live studio audience here at BeatSwap. <laughs> uh, I am here via Super DJ Nate the Great. Hey. <laughs> awesome. All right. So we have a fun-filled evening for you all, but mainly for us, and you get to partake. So lucky you. Uh, we've got a lot of things coming up. We're going to be talking about multiple personalities, which is not what you think. Uh, we're going to talk about Ghostbusters and the DNC and um, my life on a farm and uh, lots of different other things. So what do we what do we want to talk about first? I want to do the personalities test first because I feel like it gives people a chance to get to know us. Who are we? And why should you listen to us? Why? Yeah, like politicians. Oh, okay. Yeah. <laughs> so... <laughs> Like Tara, I think you should lead this conversation. You know, it's funny because I don't feel like it got me quite right. Okay. Yeah. Um, 
which is which is funny because I feel like I answered it really like raw and truthfully because um, it said you know even if you don't want to click you know disagree strongly or agree strongly um, do it <laughs> and I did it said that so I'm can we actually take yeah. a step back and talk sure. about what the heck are you talking about lady what <laughs> <laughs> so um, <laughs> earlier this week we took a Myers-Briggs test and it was um, it's the MBTI as a lot of people um, know it um, and it's like 16 different personalities and it starts out as introvert and then it goes to extrovert and it's got a lot of different letters and there are a lot of college students nowadays that if you ask them what their MBTI is they'll be like oh I'm an ENFJ or I'm a la 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 and it's like oh my god I don't know what you mean but I'm gonna pretend like I know um, but it was um a self it's an introspective self-report questionnaire that indicates psychological preferences it was um, constructed by Catherine uh, Cook Briggs and her daughter Isabel Briggs Myers it's um, based on a theory proposed by Carl Jung who proposed that there are four principal psychological functions by uh, which humans experience the world and that would be sensation intuition feeling and thinking um, so a couple of you we have put the um, link up on the beat shop Page and we'll probably like tweet that out in a few minutes if you're interested. But you can go to the website 16personalities.com. It will give you, um, you know, a little question. It's not little, I'm lying. It'll give you a questionnaire to fill out. Um, it's quick though. It's not, it's not too bad. Yeah. yeah. It'll give you a little questionnaire to fill out and then it'll tell you what your um, personality type is based on the way you answered those questions. And that's really important to say because I found that sometimes when I am in a certain mood and I take it, like some of the letters switch. Mm. Um, but it'll um, it'll tell you you know what kind of personality you have, like what your best job would be, what your best role in relationships would be, um, what real and fake celebrities like you know if you like if you have the same um, personality as. Um, Mother Meryl Streep and uh, Harry Potter. It'll like tell you that kind of stuff. Uh, so it's pretty cool. It's fun. You know, it's kind of nice to know. Um, a ballpark. Yeah, a ballpark of like yeah. where you are. It's kind of like a hum- humanity temperature of yourself. Yeah. So yeah, yeah. kind of. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> So, so, Tara, you didn't think yours was accurate, though. Um, you know what? I think that maybe if I if if I'd taken it multiple times, I probably would have gotten different results on different yeah. days. Because you type have thing. multiple personalities. Absolutely. <laughs> Absolutely. Okay, Sybil. <laughs> see, that's the issue I have with it. Like, um, I don't think that I'm all, I'm one thing all the time. I think that we vacillate between different aspects of who we are. I think yeah, we can be. Right. Mm-hmm. You know, sometimes I'm a procrastinator. Mm-hmm. Sometimes I'm completely emotional. And sometimes I'm completely logical. Right. You know, I just, I don't think there's one way that we are. Um, at least not one way I am. So I do have multiple personalities. Yeah. You know. So what was your, what were your results, though? Um, I, I don't know. Okay, so... It's called the adventurer. Oh. So the letters would be the ISFP. Um, yeah. It says, of course, a few things are right. You know, happy to be who they are. Pretty happy to be me. Um, but 
you know, it, it compared me. Adventurers, you may know, uh, Britney Spears. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> so you're a freak. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Michael Jackson. Hey, oh, that's um, good. <laughs> super freaky. Yeah, so uh, um, I was... I was a little uh, surprised with who who those who th- who they picked for for me, um, but I don't mind being uh, Hugo Reyes from Lost. Oh, which apparently, nice! Hey, yeah, which apparently is on That's there. Awesome. So, what are the um, characteristics specifically? Um, you know what? I probably didn't read this enough. <laughs> <laughs> I'm super prepared. <laughs> I how about how about we move on to someone who did prepare? <laughs> I, I can tell you what you are. <laughs> so I have what ISFP. Were you, you got the same? The adve- no, I just. I oh, okay. She has <laughs> hey. Okay. So you always know just the compliment to soften a heart, and that's um, that's getting ready to call their risks uh, irresponsible or reckless. So that's interesting. So you can like soften hearts and then kind of like call people out. I guess and that sounds pretty damn true. Yeah. <laughs> um, let's see. Your career paths would be. What is this? You don't work at being ordinary, and you're you believe that life's too short to bore yourself. Uh, so you would do like psychology or counseling or teaching. Um, you do freelance work, which is pretty cool because we were just talking about. May- that. Yeah, maybe this is really spot on. I <laughs> actually just didn't read my results. <laughs> <laughs> and oh, this is really good. It says um, children. Um, let's see, ISFPs. Children can always count on something exciting to do or to learn every day, which I think is really awesome because you just told us about your day trip, and I was just like, oh, that was awesome. <laughs> Such a cool thing to do with your kids. Um, yeah, so I don't know, maybe it is more spot on than you think. Yeah, yeah, Who maybe knows? it is. Maybe maybe I'll take Today anyway. Yeah, maybe I'll take some time to read it later. <laughs> <laughs> Who else did one? Who else did one? I, I did one as well. Cool. Yeah, let's hear about um, yours. The more I read mine I was like, Oh, okay. Maybe maybe that is me. I did take it twice to make sure that mm, <laughs> yeah. was, You gotta do right. like morning and night. Like right. right. <laughs> <laughs> um so when I did mine, mine came up as a protagonist. I, I hope I'm saying that right. Protagonist. Yes. It's pro- protagonist. Is it? Is what, no, it's not. I'm like, <laughs> I'm like, is it really? Learn <laughs> um, to speak English properly. Emphasis on the right syllable. Okay. <laughs> so um, ENFJ came up, and then also. A minus and T minus. I'm not sure what that is. Oh, I don't know what that is either. I like didn't pay attention to the extra letters. Yeah, I was like, I'm looking for four letters. I didn't pay attention too much. (laughs) (laughs) Um, It's love more Kiki. JB just interrupted us. We Sorry didn't kick, about we that. Let, he JB. got a, he escaped. I'm about to go take care of that right now. Where's the duct tape? <laughs> so yeah, mine was a protagonist, and it said that I was a natural born leader. Um, that I'm good with inspiring people, building people up, um, encouraging people, um, you know, to pursue their dreams, goals, etc. Um, and then of course. It did say, um, you know, it said I was tolerant, reliable, um, charismatic, 
um, I already said natural leader. And then I also broke down my weaknesses. I didn't go through all of them, but um, it said too selfless as one of them. Yeah. Um, That's probably true. I see that in you. Do you really? Yeah, I do see that in you. Um, one of the things that, you know, and we're going to talk about this later on, because Tara and Kiki are both new mommies. Yeah. Um, oh, my God. I was like, yeah. I am? <laughs> <laughs> I've recently shed the nickname Kiki, but I do have some friends that still call me that. I actually just got off the phone with a college friend, and she was calling me Kiki. And I was like, oh, do I break it to her that I'm an adult now? Or? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Whew, that yeah. was scary. <laughs> yeah. But I know I see like um I see and one of the reasons that we're all together is because we're all the um significant others of people who are who we have to share in a way with the rest with other people. Yes. And sometimes we yeah. have to share them even if we don't want to. And um so you know sometimes we do it even at the cost of our own needs. So and I see that um Especially when you have a new baby And that means that You may not be able to go to all the events You may not be able to participate um, In as much as you want to Because of the baby's needs that, Especially at this time right. Come before your yeah. own needs You know yeah. And even with a they good do. partner Which both of you have really good partners mm-hmm. um, You're still the mainstay You are your mama Your mommy mm-hmm. yeah. So I see that I see um I see women putting their own needs aside. So I see that in you. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. Um, so, Corey, did you take it? Studio audience? <laughs> did you take it? I did just take it. Just, uh-huh. just took it. <laughs> you just took it. Sure. Awesome. Okay, this is Corey. I got campaigner personality. Oh, is that me? I'm a, me too. All right. Nice. Awesome. Yes, I haven't read through it all yet, but oh, I look okay. forward to it. Well, so we are Ron cool. Weasley's. If we were like, yeah, if we were like um, paired with Harry Potter and BTIs, we would be Ron Weasley. All right, I yeah. get behind that. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah, so it's like the campaigner and the champion. So I can actually talk a little bit about it if you wanna. Um, so I kind of had an issue with it because um, every time I take this, it tells me that I'm an extrovert, but I'm just like, I don't know, like, I'm not always like that. I mean, I believe I'm an ambivert. Um, so, you know, sometimes I can, you know, definitely get my energy from being around other people. And then sometimes I just need to be like under my covers and recharge um, via the brilliant light of Netflix. So it's oh, my mic. Help me. Can you still hear me? Oh, okay. Oh, so it's maybe my headphones. Okay. Oh, there it is. Okay. Um, so it says that we're intuitive rather than observant. We um, think more than we feel, which I don't agree with. <laughs> I, I definitely feel more than I think most times, I think. Um, then, uh, let's see. We're assertive, which is great. Um, and... It says we're open-hearted, excitable, uh, creative, and funny, and uh, full of wild ambition. We always look on the bright side of things and keep our chins up, uh, even in the face of massive obstacles, and we excel in many of the aspects of what they do, uh, or what we do, and we hold loved ones uh, close to our heart, and we firmly believe that life is for the living. 
So that's pretty cool. I can cool. see that in yeah. both of you. Yeah. I remember when I went to see you in that play. I was so impressed. You know, um, I'm always attracted to people who will um, risk themselves, you know, and to be on stage and to play the role. You, you're like, you were like someone who everybody kind of, when you were on stage, people were looking at you. You yeah. were the focal point. And did you see the same play I'm talking about? I'm not sure. I've seen a couple of plays that Corey's been in, and I honestly, I love seeing you on stage. Yeah, she's I like great. Just, I love seeing you in general. Yeah. But like I, like you can tell, like you're like a fish to water when you're on yeah. stage. It's just like so. She you. played sort of the ingenue in this one, and she was like playing along with everyone else's madness. What was the name of that play? Uh, that was Don't Dress for Dinner. Yes, yeah. Don't Dress for Dinner. Oh, and you nice. were so great in that role. Thank you. Like, I Thank loved you. Because um, <laughs> you were you. the person, like, you were the straight man. You were the person who everybody else was bad shit crazy. And you were the sane <laughs> one. And you were just playing along with Playing it. their game. Yeah. yeah, playing their game. And it was so funny. And you were so, like, you're beautiful. So people want to look at you because of that. But also, you were in Interesting. You were so interesting. So I was. I really admired you in that role. For, you know, for doing that. Thank you. Yeah. Thanks and, for coming yeah. too. Thank you for coming <laughs> too. No problem. And then Kiki. Like I always tell this story about Kiki. Um, I'm sorry, Cleanna. I was like, who? Not who are you talking, talking about? about like, now now it's talking about Cleanna. Cleanna and Kiki. Now it's really. I'm sorry. <laughs> but when I first met you, because I met you at Glenmont, and you were Ugh. Kiki. Yeah, I know. I was. Right? Yes. So, um, but we were walking down the block um, I live in the hood right and oh, so we're walking no, down the block one. and this guy is sitting in his car just sitting at the curb listening to music and I'm walking with Keith Kleana and my three children and we pass by and we say hello and he's very polite at first he says hello first we at say first. hello back and we keep walking and then he starts hey yo yo and I'm I, my plan is just to ignore him and to continue walking Kleana on the other hand turns around and says can't you see she's with her kids don't do that <laughs> and okay, I so, was like <laughs> yeah. so yeah there's a lot there was a lot to unpack with that because I remember I remember going home and being like wow why did I do that because like I was ready to like I like stared him down and everything yeah. I was like ready and I think it just came from like when I was a little girl my, my mom is dropping Dead gorgeous like yeah. my mom is really beautiful and you know um we lived in a you know we were in little havana so it's like you could pretty much walk everywhere and like my mom didn't have a car and everything like that um she didn't need one because the neighborhood was so small but like every time we walked somewhere it was like people were yelling at her they were grabbing at her like trying to pull her to the side like even though my sister and I were right there and yeah. I remember feeling so powerless like I remember this one time like we were driving you know we were walking down the street and a guy was like driving by and he just started yelling at her he just yeah. started yelling like different wow. names he was like Tyra Vanessa Luisha <laughs> like all this shit and I'm just like oh my god but it's like he's just gonna figure her name out yeah right <laughs> it's just, so I feel like coming from that like I've had like two things happen to me it's just like I like take I like hulk out when people like street harass me I remember one time I was driving with Masai and um, Jackie we were somewhere I forget where and we were driving and I saw like 
a dog laying on the side of the road with like two people standing over it and I was like pull, you gotta pull over I gotta see what's going on you know and I jump out of the car and I run over and like the dog was just like super hot and stuff like that you know so I'm like chit chatting with the people I'm like okay I just wanted to make sure he's fine and stuff like that and there was like a guy sitting in the car who watched the whole thing and you know like there's like a parking lot between like the incident and like Miss Ice Car and I'm walking back and he tries to talk to me and so it's like it really was like multiple personalities which is why I'm glad this happened <laughs> because um because I was like, okay, you know, you know, let me know if you need anything. Like, you know, thanks. Have a great day. And then I'm just like, don't you dare speak to me. Don't you even bother. I was like, don't you do it. You don't stand a was, chance. Because he was just like, hey, hey. And I was like, no, no. You do not do this. And one of the things we, we talked about, about doing like is up, up, up leading up to the show is street harassing men to see it's, their reaction. Oh, my God. We didn't. Do that though. I'm gonna just do it anyway, and they I'm gonna let it. you know my results. They love it. I'm just gonna see a, a man walking down the street, and be like, "Yo, yo, your shorts are popping, bro. Your shorts are popping. I love your corn rolls, bro. No, do fries no, come with that line, shake? Won't you smile? Won't you Ooh, smile? Oh, I want to punch them in the face when they say that. Let me see your meme mug, bro. Right. <laughs> I'll be like, well, you know what? I didn't see you yet, Negro. So I didn't have anything funny looking oh to smile gosh. about. Yeah. Seriously, I, I know there's a friend of ours. I'm not going to say her name here, but she um, she is so great. She's dropped dead gorgeous. Jesus, she like turns heads everywhere she goes. So she's always got people talking to her, and she'll say the most fucked up stuff when people say like stuff. They'll be like, "Why aren't you smiling, baby?" She's like, "I just murdered my man. <laughs> I just killed somebody." And, and she'll like stare them down, like. <laughs> Oh my god! You gotta let me know who that is out there because I want to hang out with her. Yes, it's so great. She's traveling all over the place. Shout out to that hot girl traveling all over the place. Oh, I know who you're talking about now, and you know she is like that. And she, she she wore hot. She was mad at me because I would have fell out. (laughs) (laughs) But it's nice to know that you are with someone who will have your back like that, right? And Mm -hmm. I think that. and that's what I love. That's one thing I really love about Kiki because she will have your back. Absolutely. She cleared a dance floor one time. Oh we were at McGeary's. Listen. And <laughs> this guy would not take no. I kept. I didn't want to dance with him. I'm not comfortable being on the dance floor and having somebody like rub their penis against my ass. Right. Like, I don't want you to do that. Like, I let JB get away with it because I kind of like his penis. But I don't oh want gosh. any strangers. Well. Yeah. I don't want any strangers rubbing their penis. This is against my ass. So, <laughs> anyone keeping count of how many times she says that word? Right. Uh, wait, hold on. Quick shout out to my mom who's listening. Oh, oh sorry. <laughs> oh, sorry. I love you, Miss Vanessa. Oh, look, and she butchered your name. <laughs> oh, Vanessa. Uh, Miss Vanessa, I'm sorry. And she's a minister's wife. Like, oh, you, you did it now. You did it now. No, shout out to my mom who's listening. She actually took the test as well. She said she took the personality test, mm-hmm. her and my dad. Um, they did it like a while ago. Um, this is all the same test without even knowing that we were going to do it? Yeah. They okay. ended up doing it a while ago. And she was like, oh, hey, I did the same same test. So, yeah. Quick shout yeah. out to my mom. Yay. Yeah. yeah I quick like shout her. out to uh, Matt Murray, who's also a campaigner. Woo. Woo. Yeah. 
so should I tell my resource? But, yes. But Kiki, yeah. you have to look mine up because I printed them out, but I can't find them in in my big bag. Because I'm even though my babies are not babies, I still carry a big bag. Yeah. <laughs> you just have to put tile on everything. Yeah. Just put a tile yes. on everything. Yeah. So mine said <laughs> that I'm a log- logician. Logician. Okay. So do you know the letters? I don't know my letters. Okay, I'll find it. I'm, it was in my email, yeah. Oh, I got you. INTP. Okay. So a logician. And I, w- I remember um, I remember getting reading it through it, and I'm thinking, okay, there's some things about it that are true about me, but I feel like I'm also other stuff. Like, yeah. I do have a tendency to be very logical, Um and I think that is a result of being the oldest child with coming from a single family home. I mean, single parent home. So I, I did have to be very logical. I am. I do have a tendency to be very um, what people would consider cold because mm. I they don't because I don't display my emotion. I really go. Um, but what does it say about me, Kiki? What does it say about me? <laughs> so it says INTPs are known for their brilliant theories and unrelenting logic. In fact, they are considered the most logically precise of all the personality types. Um, and it says that your motto is pretty much, the unexamined life is not worth living. Oh, I, th- I think that, that that is true. I think for me, like that is... Absolutely, actually, that's really true. <laughs> so you're great analysts and abstract thinkers. You're imaginative and original. You're open-minded, enthusiastic, objective, and you're honest and straightforward. Which sounds pretty, yeah, sounds pretty yeah. accurate. I just, I just love it because it's like all amethyst colored, amethyst and gray. That's amethyst, beautiful. and that's my birthstone. Mine too. Oh, okay. February. Yeah. yeah. So I think it's, it's true. I just hate to be. I guess this is me being logical when I think about it. I I just think about the times where I have been super emotional and not gone with logic. Um, Like when I got married the first time, it wasn't logical. It was like, oh, my God, he's buying me stuff. I like him. He's kind of cute. I'm doing this. I want to get away from my mom. I'm doing this. I'm getting married. (laughs) And I want a wedding. And that dress is so pretty. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, man. So, um... Yeah, I'm gonna be like forever, 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 ever. Do you know the moment before I was gonna walk down the aisle? I was in my dress, and I, my dress was so I can't emphasize how beautiful I, I, I thought my picks, dress was. Um, but I'm sitting there in this beautiful dress. My sister walks in and she starts to cry and tell me how beautiful I looked. She leaves the room. I look up at my mom and I said, I don't want to do this. Oh, like I'd rather I not get home. married right now. Turns She's out. like, girl, you get married. I don't. Yeah. Care. Wow. We'll deal with the divorce later. Yeah, we'll deal with that later. But you're getting married today. So I just and then Daniel walked me down the aisle. Aww. Yeah, and Daniel gave me away, and it was so pro because I belong. I really, he has my heart still to this day. Yes. Um, I don't like him that much. But, <laughs> um, but um, yeah, he walked me down the aisle, and I was fine walking down the aisle because I looked really pretty, and I knew that. And I loved the person I was walking to, but I was like, oh, no, 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 no. I don't know if I want to do <laughs> this. just like, Tanisha, you're, Not ready you're to backing up. Forever. Tanisha, yeah. right. <laughs> keep stepping forward. Yeah, keep stepping forward. One step foot back. at a time, Tanisha. one foot at a time. How old were you, if you don't mind me asking? I was 22. Yeah. So it was, I think Jesus. it was too young. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. think that, that that decision forever, Right. I think you should take more time. 
I just I gotten agree. a cat And I was like Can I do this? Yeah <laughs> Yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> They're hard They're hard You know what though. the crazy They're hard <laughs> The crazy part is I was pregnant Three months later oh And um, So Haviland I, I knew she was coming And I was so Absolutely excited About having her, having her I dreamed her Before I, I gave birth to her And um but then after she was born, I kept having dreams about her being in the ocean and sharks eating her. Oh, oh wow. God. Yeah. So, Pregnancy dreams yeah. are crazy. Yes. No, they, yeah. they really are. Uh, yeah, I've never heard about this. Can I hear more yeah. pregnancy mm. dreams? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. They're, they're crazy. They're, they're crazy, nuts. basically. I, I dreamed I left her on top of a car, oh. and we were driving and down the highway with her in the car seat on top of the car. It feels so real, too. Yeah, it felt, it felt absolutely like it was happening. Mm-hmm. Um, the shark dream felt like it was happening because I was in a boat and I was looking over the side at this cute um, little penguin and then it morphed into Haviland and not a penguin but a seal and it was in the water and we're talking and playing with it and all of a sudden the shark comes up and swallows the thing whole and I'm in the boat like the shark is a metaphor really means something yeah what does that mean I gotta figure out yeah Google like what dreams mean what they know I heard that if you dream about turtles you're pregnant or somebody around you Pregnant? Is that true? Oh. I'm not really? sure. I've heard Did of you, fish. I haven't. Re- I've never really heard of turtles. I don't know. Maybe there's turtles. Yeah. Fish. I didn't hear of either. <laughs> <laughs> All should I know we is uh, should we go to the next topic or yeah, we gonna we, play yeah, a song? Yeah. Uh, so please, say we're only gonna get go to, to three. a break. <laughs> yeah, no, we're gonna prove <laughs> them wrong. Please, um, <laughs> but please, like, fill out the personality test. Yeah, I think it's yeah. pretty yeah. accurate. You know, actually, take the time to read your results. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> but I would like to say, you know, even. Um, even if these were like sort of accurate, we can't be boxed in. So yeah. I mean, we but still yeah. have that little flair, that little you know something yeah. extra. Even if it's spot on, it's we're like, fun. no, it's not. I it's reject wrong. that. It's I reject wrong. it, and I don't agree. I'm illogical. I'm going to do something illogical right now. Yeah. That's why I took I it. Shot, 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 shot. Shout out to Scout, who is the mediator, and Scout, yes, you're in our thoughts and prayers. We love you, girl. Yes, love you. Okay, yeah. the next topic is oh, Ghostbusters. Ooh, okay, who saw it? Who actually I, saw I it? I didn't see it. Corey seen it. I saw it. You seen it? So and shout out to Corey for bringing the ecto coolers. That was like so throwback. It mixed so well with my prosecco. I made a baby drink, a grown up drink. It was gr- it's great. It's great. Yeah, it's a child sangria. <laughs> Do not do not do this. But you know, home. Jay and Around I did. We went anyway. to see it um, last weekend, but the, we got into the mall about four, and we thought we'd just be able to pick up, you know, time to go see it. But the next showing wasn't until nine, and we didn't want to be hanging oh, out in the wow. mall until nine. Wow. But we really want to see it, so please, like, tell. Don't give any spoilers. Mm-hmm. Well, can you? Because it's Ghostbusters, but you know. I mean, it's pretty much what happens in. It's pretty much what happens in all of the movies. Yeah. Oh, okay. Um, true. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Are, that's are true. Corey and I the only ones that saw? It? Yeah, yeah. Okay. but just t- give us, yeah, just talk about it. Like, yeah, really? Yeah. <laughs> um, oh, we gotta so take a picture of this ecto cooler, though. Oh, we do, we yeah. do. We're gonna post it. Um, so I, I really liked it. I, I'm, I feel like I'm a great person to go to movies with because I am like. 
that person movies love like I react to everything <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm the same so <laughs> oh she does what did we see together and you were like look there were cats on the screen and all of a sudden I hear Kiki go oh oh my god probably everything kitties says that I like um, react to cats the way that men react to women with big boobs he's just like <laughs> I'm just like, look! And he's like, yep. <laughs> or something like that. I don't know. I misquote him all the time. But I thought, I really liked Ghostbusters. I thought it was like, you know, really fun to watch. I really enjoyed it. I think I'm like a huge Ghostbusters fan in the first place. I'm not like a, a stan for Ghostbusters, but I did like watch uh, two of, the two of them before I, uh, I went and saw this. And I was just, I really liked it. I don't know. I thought it was, I love... Um, how the special effects are like super colorful now yeah. I, that's one thing that I really liked how the ghosts were like technicolor and just like really beautiful like really great um, special effects um, I was actually really happy with Leslie Jones' performance mm-hmm. um, but I really liked the blonde girl I forget her name yeah, Kate McKinnon Kate Mc- oh my yeah. god Kate McKinnon has my heart she was just so <laughs> geeky she and she was just so oh my god her personality I was just like I want to be this person she was just really great yeah she was um, great. I love the way Leslie Jones was uh, her character was portrayed in the movie I was really expecting like her to have like um, I don't like crackhead knowledge you know how like no. <laughs> because like she was you know everybody okay so he, okay listen hear me out so like everybody else was like a physicist and stuff like that and like she was just the person that knew the subway system in the city really well and I thought it was gonna be like that like you know ratchet like ignorant knowledge and I don't know like not to say crackheads are ratchet and ignorant but it's like you know like but they are no they're just um, they like know everything that's going on in the neighborhood kind of thing you know and she'd be like oh you know I thought that her way of like maneuvering through the city would be like oh that's where Tay Tay got shot and like oh that's where you can buy the best like falafel and da 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 but like she was actually like aware of the history of places and I was just like oh okay they definitely like upgraded this character like it's definitely not what I was expecting it to be portrayed because she'd be like oh that was the where they had the first battle or like every major battle ever held in New York City was in this point and you know like that kind of thing like she had actual historical knowledge um, I thought that was great I thought um, what's his face is just like so fun to look at he's just beautiful um, Kevin Chris Hemsworth Chris Hemsworth yes. aka Kevin yes um, he was and he was really funny too and like I love yeah, yeah. Thor and I love his character you know I love Thor I love the stuff that he does with Thor and it's really funny to see him in this role because you can kind of see his role in Thor like he always lets a little bit of humor like spread you know like go through the cracks as Thor so to see him just be like full on funny in this regard I thought that was just really great I think he does really good work like that I think John Hamm is also he kind of reminded me of John Hamm but like he was better than John Hamm John Hamm tries and I appreciate that but Chris Chris Hemsworth succeeds so <laughs> yeah, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it too. I thought it was really funny. I love Kate McKinnon. Yeah, she's so awesome. She was great. She had this sort of I don't know her sort of 
focal projection, something really felt added to her character, mm-hmm. and yeah, she, she was great, and I had fun. Yeah, I watched the original. I didn't watch both, but mm-hmm. we did. We watched the first one. You know, it's research. Yeah, you know, of course. I was really prepared for this. Yeah. You know, so uh, and it, so it was fun to have like the Annie Potts cameo and. And they had like a bronze bust of um, what's his name, Harold, the one who died. Now I can't remember his name. Ramus, Ramus. Yeah. Um, and then the other cameos; those were fun. And, yeah. You know, maybe I wouldn't have remembered the firehouse had I not rewatched the original ones. So mm-hmm. I felt like I was able to appreciate some of the jokes, having you know done done my due diligence and watched the original one first so yeah, yeah. it was fun yeah I, re- I really liked it I thought it was like a great um, yeah I thought it was great I thought it wasn't like very like uh, beating you over he- the head with like feminist like stuff it's like it doesn't always have to be like that like there can be a movie about a bunch of girls saving something and it doesn't have to be like feminism <laughs> and like bright lights over every action they do it was just you know it was just fun and it's it's definitely something I really enjoyed seeing I can um, totally see there are going to be so many like little girl ghostbusters this oh, yeah. Halloween and I can't mm-hmm. wait for that um, but it's just great that that kind of was and broken I have to say that I really love because I haven't seen it yet but I really want to see it because I remember growing up wanting to be like I think there's always the pressure for the girls to be the princess and to be always very feminine you know she can be a hero but she has to do it in a feminine way Mm -hmm. she has to wear the leotard her legs have to be showing the Wonder Woman outfit Mm -hmm. and I love Wonder Woman don't get me wrong but I, I like the idea because my own little girl when she was little when she was little I um I remember she asked me for her Halloween. She told me for Halloween she wanted to be a wolf. You know, she didn't want to dress up like a pretty princess or an angel. She wanted to be a wolf. And there was a part of me that was so happy that she wasn't so consumed about being pretty. Yeah. And that she would really just wanted to be like what her inner animal was or what she was feeling right. in the moment, a wolf. <laughs> you know? And I, I just encourage that for you know, young women to, to mm-hmm. see that. Like just be a wolf. You don't have be, to you be know. little red riding hood. No, you don't have to be little red riding hood. You don't <laughs> have to be the ingenue. You don't mm-hmm. have to be vulnerable. You can be the super predator. Yes. You know? And um, that doesn't have to be sexy or appealing to the to the appetites of men. So I can't wait to see it because I, I you know what? Maybe for how Halloween I'll wear that suit, you know? Yeah. I wanted to <laughs> I wanted to track ghosts and, you know, be the hero. Mm-hmm. Without having to be sexy or pretty, you yeah, know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, and just a quick reminder, if you do want to get in uh, on the conversation, we are, uh, we have taken over Twitter as well. Yes. So just hit us up at Beat Shot Radio. That's at Beat Shot Radio. And uh, you can also hit us up via uh, the hashtag Beat Swap. That's Beat Swap. Can we talk about the Democratic National Convention uh, now? I want to get into that a little bit right now. No. I really do. Let's talk about that shit. Damn it. All right? 
All right. I I am totally removed. I don't know anything about it. I was blissfully I not, like Yeah, I did not watch yeah, it. Yeah. It was well, a shit show. I know it that. Was, it was it ridiculous. Was, <laughs> I, but you know what? I felt uh, like have any I don't know like I grew up in a Baptist church and we would have these revivals. And sometimes we would have these like guest preachers and they would get to preaching and they're doing the yes sir. God is going to save you. The yeah. Lord loves you. Mm-hmm. And they breathe and, and doing all of that. Yes, and he's going to say yes. Yeah. I'm coming. He's coming. <laughs> get right. Everyone's coming. Yes. <laughs> Everybody's coming. Now. Let's go to this church. <laughs> I want to go to that church. <laughs> but that's what I felt like the, the Democratic National oh Convention goodness. was. They were so inauthentic. They were trying to create these moments of right. like, yes. like inspiration for people. Yeah. But those moments don't come because you like force them. Like Booker, the guy Booker, Cory Booker, I was completely uninspired by him. It was too contrived. He kept calling upon the spirit of Martin Luther King. Oh, Great. Gosh. I would love someone to call upon the spirit of Marcus Garvey yeah, <laughs> or Malcolm yeah. X or Harriet just, Tubman just or anybody else. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then um, you're like right. second grade Black History Month class. Right. Yeah. Go a little deeper. Yeah. Like really, can you pander anymore, please? <laughs> pander, um, pander, pander. Yeah. Pander, 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 pander. <laughs> really? Come on. And then you have um, Bernie. Sanders and I was like at first I was not going to vote for him and I have to admit it's maybe my logical side the completely like the part of me that doesn't want to give into what my heart is is saying to me and that is um vote for Hillary because I believe that she would be they're going to give her the nomination anyway and that's what they did so I have to admit that I, I let fear like and then, but then when I heard Bernie speak I was like okay maybe I'll, I'm, I'm going to vote for him I was I was going to vote for Bernie because he was despite the fact that Hillary Clinton would have been the first woman I think Bernie Sanders would have been someone who was a first for the office somebody who was for real change and real revolution and I would have voted for him so I was disappointed I was really disappointed that he like threw his towel in and really not um and went behind Hillary Clinton yeah. and I know it's supposedly for the greater good I think it was probably really hard for him it was yeah, really you know? hard for him and it was sad to see because I you know I don't think he's a sellout no I think he's a man trying to do the right things mm-hmm. and I think in that arena it's very difficult very difficult yeah I mean yes. who is that That's where was logic it? comes into yeah who am I really going to invest my vote yeah. in whether you yeah. believe that it's actually worth a damn or not right um, yeah. Now, when you when you started talking about the DNC, I I did catch some glimpses of it. We had it playing on the TV at home, but you know we had family over, and you know we've got a toddler and a new baby, so um, it just it did seem forced yeah. to the point where I'm watching some of these people, and it looks like. They're they're aliens in a human suit, (laughs) and I'm like, this is crazy. (laughs) This is crazy, and it's making me feel weird. Um, But I'm still voting for Hillary, and (laughs) and I I actually have been voting for her from the start. And I have um, I have you know lots lots of reasons as to why. I just at this point in. you know everything that's been happening with this election. I don't feel like talking about it. Like 
personally exactly why it is that I want to vote for her because I feel like so many people think that if you support her you're trying to convince them yeah. to support her and and I just don't feel like putting that on anyone and I admire Bernie Sanders voters they were you know they if and if they want to vote for Hillary now I I absolutely encourage that and support it but I don't want you to feel like you know you guys have lost yeah. you know cuz it it definitely was a hard hit for it people was, that it, loved him it, it, I have to admit I was not I'm not passionately engaged. Yes. Yeah. Uh, you know, in, I, in any candidates, I will vote. We have a two-party system. And if I vote, I will vote Hillary because I, I'd rather the lesser of two evils. And I know that also some people consider that a cop-out. But I... Um, I feel like she is the lesser of two evils. Um, I think Trump panders to people who are outright bigots. Yes. You know, he's bought that for, he's bought the worst of, the worst out of people. And um, I feel like if we could get it together, if we can all as a unit vote in Bernie and everybody decide, you know what, we're just going to write him in. If we did that and it, and it would really work, I would go for that. But the truth is, the way our elections are set up, even that wouldn't work. Right, because right. we have the electoral colleges. Yeah. You know? So there's a part of me that's a cynic. My vote doesn't count anyway. Right. Yeah. Right. You know? Where it counts is in the local elections. So yes. we have to vote for our senators, our mayors, our governors, our mm-hmm. the board members. We have to vote for those people, get those people in office who, right. who are going to serve our needs. But yeah, um... I think Hillary's the lesser of two evils. Yeah, I, I like. I can see the purge happening under <laughs> Donald Trump. <laughs> I, mean, I can see it happening under both of them. Yeah, yeah. I feel but. like <laughs> I feel like voting for Hillary or or that other one is really. It's just like pick His your, name is it's, a curse word. It's literally pick your poison. Do you pick want right. a fast acting poison or, or do you want a slow and expensive exactly. poison to just drain you? Exactly. It really. Slow. It's just. <laughs> yeah right. So you just get stuff done before before yeah, you have to finally go. Yeah. It's nice just it's so difficult. And I yeah I found myself really thinking like what what am I going to do? And you know I've been joking like oh I'm just gonna write in Batman, but like yeah. this is something that really keeps me up at night sometimes. Like what is you know what is this country gonna look like a year from now? Right. I you know yeah I worry for my kids. Like I have a 14 year old daughter. Well, she'll be 15 on the 19th, and she's going to be going to college in three years. What are what, what will her what will her options be? Um, as far as fight, like how will we I support her financially through that. Um, what will that look like? What will it look like when she's going out into the world? Right. You know, because I, I can see wars happening. I can see um, her options dwindling. I can see as a black, she's going to be, she is a black woman. I can see the danger for her in being inside her own skin. You know, and one of the things, I was in a barber shop because I just got a haircut recently and I went to the barber shop and I'm feeling myself. So anyway, (laughs) but the barber, we were talking as they do in barber shops. That's the part of the experience. 
And he We were talking They were talking about Hillary Clinton And they were on, on the news And they were showing A little girl um, She was a, a little girl Who was white And she was Like saying How happy she was To see Hillary Being nominated The Democratic um, Nominated person And now she feels that she there's a possibility that she can do anything and that she could be president of the United States. And I said out loud, that's not really my experience or my feeling. And the barber was like, really? You felt like you could be president as a woman, you could be president? And I said, yeah, as a white woman, I felt like I could do anything. If I were a white woman, I could be president. I said, because I've seen heads of state uh, who were women. Um, and I've seen heads of other countries who were women, heads of other nations. So it wasn't beyond the idea of the realm of possibility as a woman. I felt most restricted along racial lines. Like, and I heard more adults speak about the impossibility of a black president than a woman president. So that hasn't been my experience. So for Hillary to be nominated as as the Democratic nomination for me is not as inspiring to me as a woman, um, because of my experience as a woman who's living in the skin I'm living in. Um, I see her as status quo. I see her as someone who's going to keep things as they are. She's going to play the game. She knows the game. She knows the system. She will continue in that vein. Mm-hmm. I don't see her who's as someone who's going to really fight for people who are on welfare, who are poor, who are um, who are facing. Um, I don't see her fighting for the Corinne gains. She's not going to ruffle that many feathers. She's not going to ruffle any feathers, no. Just a little bit behind the scenes. Just a little bit behind the (laughs) scenes. Where Trump is shaking the whole bird, you know, and that's why, you know, I'm But it depends on how you're shaking it. Like, you know, are you shaking it for the sake of just shaking some shit up? Or are you shaking it because you're trying to do some good things for it? Like, I want to I would love someone in office who would finally say the words, you know what? Sometimes, many times, the police are wrong. That should not have happened. There should, that officer was dead wrong. They should have handled that situation differently. And it's a systematic problem and we need to fix it. Instead of placating everybody and saying our men in blue have a, our men and women in blue have a difficult job and we need to support them. No, we don't need to support them. Yeah, it's just so difficult because um, you know I feel like Obama did that kind of um, yeah, absolutely when he was did. speaking out about that Dallas shooting, mm-hmm. and then like the Dallas police were like, "We're too tired to protect you when you come to Dallas, so it's you're hot. just gonna." It's like it, it's so hot, and I just had this big old beef rib. Like I can't yeah. do it. I gotta, yeah, you know, and it's just like really like I wish I could just come to work one day and be like, "I'm too tired." Right? Like, yeah, I don't I'm feel just like gonna I'm, sit here. I don't feel like I'm gonna do my job the way you want me to. I'm just gonna. I'm just so uh, you know. I'm just gonna give it all to Eric and. Or I had a okay. hard day, you so know? when you get smart, when one of the kids gets smart mouth with me, I'm just going to slap the shit out of your yeah, kid. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, your kid was being mean. Your kid threw up on me. I, I didn't like I that. feared for my <laughs> shoes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I showed him yeah. who was boss. Yeah. yeah, right. Yeah, but no one's saying those things. No one's saying, and these are not even radical things to say, in my opinion. Mm-hmm. You know, or to say, you know what? The healthcare system is not working for everybody. So we need to find a way to make it work for everyone. 
so everyone has health is, is being able to live a healthy life or you know what the welfare system the way it is constructed now is not really serving the needs of the people in a realistic way let's talk about that let's fix it no one is saying those things they have these other these platitudes they stand upon including Hillary Clinton and I don't think she could she doesn't connect to me because she doesn't know what it feels like to hold that booklet of paper food stamps in her hand and have to count them out in the grocery store line she doesn't know and she doesn't know anyone else who knows so I don't trust her and like like I said I'm you know my vote is just the lesser of two evils because Donald Trump has no idea and he's trying not to know at all you know and he's he's a complete idiot he, he shouldn't have access to ass. that button that he'll no. have us you know <laughs> but I feel I he does, feel he like does not need to know anything I feel like his campaign is really falling apart though I mean I feel like every day there's like a new snafu that's going on and all these investigations are open. I'm just, you know... Well, it can't be surprising. I mean, it really is, honestly, like I'm embarrassed that I don't know a lot, but it really is like self-care. Like I just, I get so stressed out when I, and so anxious. It's just like, I can't, like, just wake me up when the nukes... (laughs) Yeah, he had like rape I don't charges know, like, pending against him. Like yeah. he raped a little girl, like someone who was underage, and no one's talking right, about that sex club scandal. Yeah, yeah. yeah. it's yeah. just ugh, God. It's, it's it's disgusting. Yeah. Um, it, and so there we go. Know, the, the DNC. DNC. Yeah. <laughs> just, uh, we hate it all. Thank you. Basically. We hate it all. Even Alicia uh, Keys didn't it. sing on key that night. She was off. She was yeah. horrible. I, she she had to force her performance. I feel like she's like yeah. I really don't want to be here, but I'm being paid a lot. You know? But it's like <laughs> nobody wanted her to be there either. Like yeah. I don't. Yeah. Why do we give? Yeah. Why do we keep giving her work? Right. Yeah, because <laughs> that no makeup thing, like Courtney, I did that first. She copied us. We did it first. That's yeah. I know, and I read, yeah. I read about like, you. I read about you ladies doing it. Yeah, yeah. She's yeah. She's completely. That's stupid. And plus, you're Alicia Keys. <laughs> you're gonna go without makeup, so yeah. right. <laughs> yeah, it's like oh yeah. yeah. You still you have. Still look you're still doing yeah. placenta treatment. Hundred like, yeah, dollar skincare. <laughs> you're still getting sloth drool all over your face. Like I don't like you're Fuck rich. you, Alicia. <laughs> I'm wearing foundation. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's like that Chris Rock thing. It's like, oh, you know, he was saying like, oh, people tell me I look so young. Like, what's my secret? It's like I'm rich. Yeah, that's what it is. Like, right. I can I can spring for like the diamond face mask and stuff like that. Like, yeah. it's just it's not uh, it's like it's not a big deal for you. <laughs> All right, we're gonna we're gonna cut to a break yeah, and I gotta uh, refill my glass. Let's listen to some music. music. Yes, yes. <laughs> Stick around. Stick around. We'll be right back. Y'all know what it is. What it is. Beats Oh, this is ladies' night. 
nigga, nah. I'm sorry. I ain't sorry. I'm sorry. I ain't sorry. I ain't sorry. You trying to hold me up. That dream is over, yeah, y'all is sinking. I tell all of you like I told all of them. What you say to me is just paper thin. Word. I'm not the kind of girl to try to play a man out. I take the money and again, then break the hell out. No, that's not my strategy, not the game I play. I admit I play a game, but it's not done that way. Truly, when I get involved, I give it my heart. I mean, my mama sold my body, I mean, every part. But if it doesn't work out, yo, it just doesn't. It wasn't meant to be, you know, it just wasn't. So I treat all of you like I treat all of them. And what you say to me is still big In one ear and right out the other. Herders mumble jumble. Lover, I don't pay attention, I don't concentrate. You ain't got the bait that it takes to hook this. Ha, ha, ha. 
<laughs> Sucker, you missed. I put feelings aside. I know who I am. Well, my name is Light. Is your name Sam? Cause if it is, step off. Grab your coat and get lost. Wrap your scarf around your throat and go back and catch the boat and hit the road, Sam. Don't you come back no more, no more, no more, no more. Hit the road, Sam. Don't you come back no more. So now I take precautions when choosing my mate. I do not touch until the third or fourth date. Then maybe we'll kiss or the fifth or sixth time that we meet. Cause the day without a kiss is so incomplete And then maybe I'll let you play with my feet You can suck the big toe and play with the middle It's so simple, unlike a riddle It's as easy as counting a one, two, three In other terms, letters L-Y-T-E I'll tell you, you, you And all of you in the back and in the middle and the front Yo, yeah, that's it, paper thin, word up So like, checking out Yo, like, checking out Dedication to my DJ K-Rock and the place to be Y'all know what it is. What it is. Beat swap. We're back. We're back. We gotta get some <laughs> shout outs. Go ahead, Miss Kiana. So, um, before we get started with anything else, um, we're gonna give shout outs to a few people who've been tweeting. Um, Retweeting, listening to us, and um, inviting more people to listen to us and who support have been supporting us tonight. So, um, first off, want to give a shout out to JB, Masai, Scout, Amanda, Matt Murray, Lindsay, Daniel Summerhill. Hey, who's that? That's, that's, that's my baby. Hey. Hey. That's my baby. Um, so far, farm Maggie hey. Moonlight, DJ Lady Maggie. L, Intel, Samson, Kiara, Sarah, Angelica, Josie, Sam Householder, Cat Brodus, Hey Cat, DJ True Master, Albany Distilling. Company? Yeah. Nope. Nope. They left us dry tonight. <laughs> yeah. We're, yeah. We're no, so... we should shout them out. That's right. That's what I'm. Thank you, Keith, Cleanna. Wait, right? No, no. I'm pretty sure it was the guys we're just hiding the good stuff. We're Moscato tonight. Right. The guys are just hiding all the good stuff two wherever. More, two more, two Sock more. drawer, probably. Norma Johnson and Karen Ratley. And DJ True Master. I said that. You did? DJ and Nate. DJ Nate the Greatest. Nate, we freaking love you. Did great eight. And of course, my husband Jody. And Jody, is he on there? And Baby Jody is not. Mm hmm. I, I'm the one that's obsessed with the Twitter. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but he's listening tonight, Dr. isn't he? Yes, he is. Yes, he is. Yes, so thank <laughs> you to everybody that I read, people that I forgot. Um, to mention, just tweet us. Yeah, just we're just happy we that you're listening you. to yeah. us uh, talk about um, stuff. Shit. And things. Yeah. <laughs> so, what are we um, gonna talk about next? So we have to have Kleana tell us all about Soul Fire Farm and yes. her experiences there. Oh my god! About this. Okay, so while I mentally prepare, I'm gonna stall because um, I need to like get in that mindset. Um, I just wanted to throw out August 19th. Uh, there's going to be a garage band show at the Albany Public Library on, is it Central Ave or Washington? It's on Washington. It's on Washington um, <laughs> Ave. And it's going to be pretty dope. Uh, there, you know, a really cool thing that's happening. It's like a, it's a hip hop show and a clothing swap. So we're encouraging you to post pictures of things that you will probably b- bring to the clothing swap so that we can call dibs. 
So if you would be so kind as to do that and just, you know, hashtag beat swap and just let us peruse, you know, let us just look I over the things. I need some hot pants. So if you have some hot pants. I'm looking for some silver <laughs> yes. lame pants. Yes. Um, you know, some halter tops. Yeah. Um, and stuff like that. Some, I need like, a whole wet leather bodysuit. So if you got that. <laughs> Oh, if anyone has a mermaid tail, <laughs> right? So, so yeah, if you would be so kind as to just like tweet some of the stuff that you're probably thinking of bringing, you know, we'll look it over and you know decide amongst ourselves which one of us will have dibs. Yeah. Um, but you should definitely be there. We're going to be there. We're going to be hanging out and having a great time. It's going to be two Fridays from now, so yeah. August nineteenth. August nineteenth. Um, be sure to check it out on um, Facebook. The event it's called like Hip Hop Show and Clothing Swap or something. Like that. And it's my baby's birthday, so you guys have to like rap happy birthday to her. Happy, like hip hop artists will be there. Rap happy birthday. I'm gonna practice yes. my uh, beatboxing now. Cats. <laughs> so good, so good. So ready. <laughs> Drop that beat. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness. Okay, so yes. Um, so now that's out of the way. Yes. So last week, I took a week's vacation to hang out on a farm. Um, I spent a fantastic week at Soulfire Farm. I was a part of the Black and Latino Farmers Immersion. Um, they, this is the third annual. Um, they do, like I think, like three or four. This was the first year that did um, an Undoing Racism uh, Farmer Immersion, which was really interesting. That was the one that was uh, like a week and a, uh, two weeks before mine. So like every other week, they do an immersion. And what we do is we basically just go up to Grafton and we spend a week on the farm learning how to um, plant, how to transplant, how to take care of the, um, you know, the beds and everything like that really just learn how to start your own garden and take care of gardens and stuff like that and um honestly i'm still processing and i still get a little teary-eyed because i just feel like i've never felt i've never felt like so one with a movement or a place or a group of people um you know, there were about like 23 of us, maybe a little less, maybe a little more. But um, in those four days, we really became a family. Like, I just have never experienced um, a bond like that before. I found myself telling people things that I haven't even told my therapist yet. Sorry about that. <laughs> um, but just, you know, really just processing stuff. And one thing that I realized today as I was trying to think of how to explain it to everyone, it's just like, imagine. Imagine a week with no triggers. Right? Wow. Sounds perfect. Yeah. Like, no triggers. Like, I woke up happy. I went to bed exhausted and happy. It was just beautiful. Um, and you're learning how to, like, farm and plant. Yeah. And learning and how to important. farm that's and important yeah, to prepare know. beds to plant things and transplant things. Um, right now, Soulfire is, like, really into kale. So it's just, like, a wonderland there. We had kale salad for, like, every meal. And then we made kale chips. <laughs> Wait, tell <laughs> Tell us about what you told me. I'm going to interrupt a little bit because I want to hear about you killing the chicken. That thing that happened. Yeah. 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 So, um, 
I think it was the I, I think it was that Wednesday, you know, and this is like exclusive to the Black and Latino Farmers Immersion. Typically, Soul Fire does not process chicken um, this way, but they do it for our immersions, and I think I think it is to just show us, um, you know, what it's like to to really be, um, I guess, that far, like you know, just that involved in the farm. So yeah, um, so Wednesday we all woke up and we went right to processing chickens, and by processing it means that we took the chickens from their coop um, and we put them upside down in this little like silver cone thing and I'll, I'll try to find a picture for you guys so I can like put it on uh, Twitter for you but we put them in the you know we put them ups- upside down in this cone and we will like pluck the feathers off the side of their neck and um, you know luckily that's probably the most painful part of the experience just plucking the feathers so we can get a good um you know, just a good, uh, I guess, access to their, good access to their jugular Tanisha. (laughs) Um, And then, you know, you take, you just take a knife and you just like, it's like, you know, I've, I've been told it's like cutting into a beat. That's what I was told. Like, you know, you have to put that kind of force of like cutting into a beat. So, you know, we, um, we slit their throats and we just let them bleed out into the container below. And, um, it was really intense. It was it was really difficult for me, I think, because, like, my chore the day before with my group was taking care of the chickens. Oh, and I'm wow. that kind of person. Yeah, so we... They have to have someone do that. Yeah, so we had to, to take experience. the food away from them because they were being processed the next day. And there was one chicken that was injured. Apparently, there's, like, a mongoose or something that's, like, reeking... No, mongooses don't happen up here, right? So there was so something that was, like, probably, like, a skunk or something yeah. that was kind of, like, bothering them. And there was one chicken that was injured and he was she was being picked on by the other chickens and of course like I was just like you're Zelda and I love you and like, we're gonna be in this together and then the and next then day and the next day I had to like put her upside down in the cone and I was like shit oh my god what am I doing so I had like oh a good god. that wasn't triggering was that no the one it thing? wasn't triggering <laughs> so I had like a good ugly cry and then I went to process like five chickens wow yeah so it was it was really intense. I mean, I've never I've never considered the process of like processing chicken. Um, you know, the whole week we have vegetarian based meals. Yeah. And then Thursday, no, I think it's actually that night. Wednesday night is the night that we actually eat chicken. So it's the only night and it's the chicken that we processed. Oh wow. So it's just really interesting to be a part of the entire process. So I was there from like when we took the chicken's food away to when we were like, you know, serving it in the Sancocho. Yeah. And it was, you know, you, you pluck the feathers and you slit their throat, and then you then you have to like actually pull their heads off. No. Like there's no cutting it off. There's just like get like <laughs> you gotta pull the head off. Yeah, it's like you've gotta get a good stance and just like pull down as hard as you can. It was just really crazy. You do okay. feather them. Okay, you, can you tell yeah. me like does this make me an awful person? I don't care. Um you know the process is interesting. Yeah. And I want it to be done in a humane. Like I want free range chicken. Yeah. I want it fed correctly, mm-hmm. and but I and I want it slaughtered, and I want to fry it. But I don't want to <laughs> do any of the things that you did. Yeah. So we had this conversation, you and I did. Yeah. And I know that, like, there's a part of me that believes in, like, you know. 
I, I do love vegetarian dishes. Mm-hmm. I do. They're, they're delicious. Yeah. And if I have Soulfire has some great dishes. Yes. If you want to check it out, soulfirefarm.com, I think it is. It might be .org. I can double check with, uh, with that, but they have really great vegetarian dishes. They have a pesto that is crack. Yeah. They spr- I know, I know they sprinkle crack. They sprinkle crack in, in it. Because, <laughs> like, I was getting chills when I was leaving the farm. I was like, right. oh, it's been two hours <laughs> since I've had pesto. This must be it. <laughs> like, yeah. But I just, there's a part of me that just believes there's certain animals that, like, we reserve for food. And I think that they should be slaughtered in a humane way. I, I mm-hmm. guess I believe in halal. That yeah. um, that form of um, the way they 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 feed and then slaughter the animals yeah. are um, they do it in a prayerful way, a mind and mindful of the uh, spirituality of the, uh, yeah. the aspect of it. And I've been drinking, so I've been drinking. <laughs> I've been know. drinking. So you have to forgive me if I don't say things very clearly. But it makes sense. It makes sense. It makes sense in my drunken uh, state. Yeah. But listen. <laughs> Um, I actually would not mind slaughtering a chicken. Yeah. Um, but I'm so part would of you like. Rather? A, would, <laughs> yeah, but right. would I rather like? Would I rather slaughter the chicken or have someone else do it and then I just have it to fry and yeah. or to bake or to grill? And I'd rather have someone else do it and I have it to fry, to bake, to grill. So they're actually really Leah and Jonah, mm-hmm. amazing people. Shout out to Soulfire Farm. Shout out to Leah and Jonah and their I amazing love them. children. They're great people. Emmett and Nishima. I swear. Oh my God, that's like family goals, like yes. kid goals. Those are amazing kids like we like um Emmett went away for a sleepover Thursday and Friday and like we all felt it like everyone in the immersion was just like where's Emmett like is he coming back before we go and it's like I I could go back anytime and see Emmett but I was just like I want to see Emmett now where is he and they're Um, so beautiful they're beautiful oh my god it's just a beautiful family it's beautiful work that they're doing shout out to um to Shay and to um, Hannah and everybody at Soul Fire Farm, you guys are just like doing. Shout out to Gabriela, who's been who was like so patient with me in the kitchen when I was just like messing around and making zucchini bread, and it was like bomb zucchini bread. <laughs> like shout out to everybody because they were just so there and like so present. Um, one thing that Leah and Jonah did, which was really awesome, when they decided to start processing chickens, they went and they met with I believe it was like a rabbi. I, I forget who. I forget the title exactly. But they learned how to do it um, in a halal way. They made sure that it was as pain as painless as possible, um, and they made sure it was like you know just as fair and as humane as possible. Um, so they they really did a great job. It was you know it really was one of those process uh, processes that was just difficult in the beginning. But once you get into the swing of things, and I'm it, it was easier. And I'm so grateful because um, yeah, I never really gave it a second thought when I like ate chicken and stuff no. like that. But now it's like you know I I'm responsible for like have I I slaughtered five chickens. You know, and it's like I felt like I'm sorry, you know, um, trigger warning or, you know, just warning. This is going to be kind of gross. But like, you know, I felt there the blood on my hands and I felt yeah. it was like my hands were hot. And then, I, you know, all of that, like I felt that. And so Life. that definitely yeah. is something that I consider now when I do have chicken. Right. Um, 
I tried having chicken today and I was kind of like, mm, I don't want this <laughs> kind of thing, you know? Yeah, this sort of um, woke you up. It did, it did. Yeah. And I was kind of just like, you know, I really had a difficult time, um, you know, processing the chickens. I kind of passed on two of them before I could really get into it. Yeah. Not, not even into it, but just like do it. Um, and so I kind of thought like, can I do this with a cow? Can I do this with a, a larger animal, with a pig or something like that? Yeah. You know, and it's kind of like, for me, I told myself like, I need to be able to be okay with this process and part- or participate in this process or else like I shouldn't be consuming these animals. Like Absolutely. it's just not fair. Yeah. You know, I should be able to understand what my need to have chicken means to this animal. Yeah. You know, and I found myself like singing to the animals, like the, to the chickens before, you know, and it was just so awkward because it's like, what do you sing to a chicken? And so I was singing like Dream a Little Dream of Me, and I was like, that doesn't feel right. <laughs> but that's, that's what I ended up singing to all of them, you know. Um, I sang You Are My Sunshine's a One, and you know, it's just weird. It was just weird. But you know, I did find myself like just saying a little prayer and just saying, like, you know, thank you, you know, as yeah. I did. It and you know it, it was difficult and even that night I was kind of thinking about them you know like wow you know I'm so grateful to have been a part of this process um, but really the entire you know that wasn't that was just one day of the immersion it was yeah. like there was so much so like so many beautiful moments um, so many beautiful moments with people so many beautiful moments with the land I probably wore my shoes like walking onto the land and walking off like other than that I like kicked them off and I was just you know walking through the grass and I was weeding with my shoes off we had this percussive like hands on the land experience that was just like beautiful and it was like I felt so in tune with my people and with the land and the things that we learned while we were on the land about movement and about how farmers were really the backbone of so many social justice movements because they had the space for people to to meet they had the food to provide people when they needed it Um, even Harriet Tubman was like growing food while on the Underground Railroad to make sure that people were eating and people were fed absolutely you know and it was just it was just like so much you know it's like I never I never knew it's like I knew but I didn't know that I knew now you have a knowing that that you can't even explain exactly it was just it really was just like you know sometimes at night I would just like it, it was just like a sur- it really was a surreal experience it was such a beautiful experience it was really difficult for me to come back because it really felt like I was leaving my home it, it felt like I was leaving the place where I was supposed to be and it was just like what's really reality like yeah. is this world is where I am now reality like is this the way we're supposed to live you know and it was like made even more difficult when I went to work on Monday um, I was sent to a retreat Treat, you know, at the Hilton, and I was, you know, I was pretty much like introduced to like major fuckery yeah. within minutes of me getting there, and you know, and it it ended up like us doing like a black caucus and me having to speak in front of people and be like, you know, we can't be ashamed of like demanding this space, and you know, there's sometimes we have to demand space away from, you know, non people of color, and you know, it was so. 
in the end, it just made me feel like I was, like, in every step of the way, I was where I needed to be. Because I feel like if I hadn't been on the land for that week and had that chance to recharge and, like, you know, reintroduce myself to the beautiful people in this fight with me, I wouldn't have been able to have the strength to really step up and be like, hey, like, we can't take this kind of shit laying down. I don't care that I'm here representing my job. I'm just going to put my name tag on the table. But, like, we need to organize and we need to realize that we can't just sit around. So I'm extremely grateful for Jonah and Leah. They have so they have such a long waiting list for opportunities like this. And I'm just, like, honored. I just, you know, it really is, like, I'm still processing. That I'm is still processing. That is beautiful, Cleetta. Mm-hmm. I, I, and I can't say how much. Like, there's a lot of things you said that I that really resonate with me. I think that the thing that resonates the most is just being aware of why you do what you do, why you consume what you consume. Mm-hmm. You know, that is so important. So that is that's beautiful. You know, um, understanding what it costs the chicken. When you consume him When it costs the cow When it costs Mm -hmm. the quail Or You know I think that's beautiful And we take those things For granted So I really thank you For talking to us About that And um I think maybe I should go up there The next time They have that Absolutely To to experience that I um, myself and my housemates, like, we were all a part of an immersion in some way. Like, uh, one of our roommates was in the Undoing Racism, which was solely for non-people of color. And then uh, Amani and I, shout out to Amani, Star Hey! Um, we were part of the Black and Latino Farmers Immersion. So we all agreed as a house we'd like to go up there at least once a month and just, like, be on the land and kind of just, like... And it's not even that Leah and Jonah need to, like you know um, accommodate us just like let us know what needs to be done because now we can do it you know Um, so shout out to Belmont boy Um, honestly Zelda tasted delicious it was free range chicken it was like no um, antibiotics or no like additives or anything like that it tasted like it tasted amazing Um, and I think that really that was like one of the most mindful meals I've ever had because I really just thought of you know the process and all the work that it took to get there um so soul fire farm does um sell these chickens they do have a lot of chicken um right now that they are selling so if you go to their website or if you um just contact them soulfirefarm at gmail.com um they are selling the chickens for four um you know for a really reasonable price um so just hit them up uh, I I took two chickens home with me, um, and it wasn't it wasn't bad at all. Um, it's really it's really worth it to just you know be able to support such an amazing farm. Like um, I can't wait till I'm in a position where I can just like um, support them without restraint, right. without worrying about like yeah. you know. And let's shout out, I want to shout out Avery Stemple, who is on the check-in, hey. and he is loving our conversation about um, Soulfire Farms, and we have to make sure that we, like, make sure that we put information out there so that people are aware um, of Soulfire Farms, and the op- they can look up their webpage and all the opportunities that they offer. I was just up there for the Summer Solstice, um, which amazing happened event. in July. It was an amazing event, great music, yeah. but just um, to see my children run 
in the grass barefoot yes. yeah and to enjoy just being outside and getting sweaty and looking under rocks at the bugs and admiring the vegetation and then when the night came they were actually able to clearly see we took their telescope up there they were actually able to see the stars without the light pollution mm. so like wow. I think that is one of the greatest gifts I can give my kids not a PlayStation it was, it was amazing yeah, it was amazing they loved it we had someone so. there who was um, he, he was 35 years old and um, he you know one night he just looked up and he was like this was the first time I've ever been able to be barefoot in the grass and feel like my feet in the soil and everything like that you know and it was just like wow that does happen for some people like I'm that kind of person like I love being barefoot like I will try to be barefoot every second that I can but there really are some people who just never had that opportunity to walk through grass and not worry about being cut by something and yeah yeah and my kids are like I grew up in like spent the summers in Wisconsin and and I was able to walk like I spent the whole summer barefoot (laughs) just like no shoes and that was a great experience and eating fresh cucumbers and tomatoes Mm -hmm. and um, greens out of the neighbor's lawn yeah Um, but my children haven't had that experience like keep your shoes on and to be honest they're not even allowed to play outside very often Mm -hmm. because um, we live in the city and whether it's perceived or real I, I, I feel like it's less safe so they're in the house unless I can be outside with them or we go out somewhere um so just to have them be able to be barefoot yeah on grass and um to feel what the earth really feels like without that that barrier of the shoes of this man-made material between them and earth um that itself is very powerful mm-hmm. and it's ironic because my daughter is a complete environmentalist she is always talking about how the trees are important how trees um take Send care her of up us to that yeah farm. she would yes. love it she would love it Haviland would love it yeah. so i have to make sure that i nurture that part of her that really does have a connection to the earth and not sever that connection so i really believe now more than ever um and that the revolution really is based on land it's so important that um people of color own land Mm -hmm. people of color know how to make their own food that people of color participate in um actions that really just create a space for us and really just it, it, it was just such an amazing experience and it really was one of those times where I was nothing but Kleena. Like I wasn't, yeah. I didn't have to think of any of my other identities. I didn't have to think of what my identities meant with other people. I had an amazing group. Like these are my soul brothers and sisters that we just fit together. We just fit. Um, there, there really was just something about our group that was just like amazing. There were, there were no, there were no issues or incidents. We were just all there, like you know, heads to the ground. Like, how can we make this revolution work? Like, how can we get this? And I remember a couple of times, just you know, laying out in the sun and like, you know, like picking 
raspberries off the vine and being like, wow, is this what is this what after the revolution is going to look like? It's, That's you know, freedom. We wake yeah. up. That's freedom right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like we wake up and we do our hands on the land and we sit at this beautiful sprawling table and we, you know, talk about our intentions for the day and then we work and then we have lunch and then we learn from one another and we laugh and we dance and we, you know, it's just, it was just such a powerful moment, you know? And it's sounds one of those it, things. It. Yeah, yeah. It's like, it was one of those things where I was just like, you know, I can't wait to go back next year. And I was like, stop, like, wait. No, <laughs> don't go back next year. Like, Go next week <laughs> Yeah exactly Go next week And then next year When this comes up again Sponsor someone So they can go Because yeah, yeah, you already yeah. Have what you need From this You can always go back I can always go back To this We had people Flying in from California wow. From Washington You know And it was just like This was the last time They were going to be On this land I can find my shoes At one point And I was like Oh I'll just come back And get in a few weeks Yeah You know yeah. It was like That's that's the kind of like That was the kind of privilege I have you know and it's like you know I want to make sure that next year I this is something I really want to do that I want to make sure that someone is able to go and attend this that yeah. somebody who usually wouldn't be able to make it will be able to make it because I can always go back I can always go back We can probably know? Make a sponsorship Happen for I would, that I would love yeah. for that To happen Yeah, yeah. yeah. I'm gonna put it In my calendar More people need to Experience it Absolutely It's yeah. just so, it, I just No words Like just Walking back to your tent And there's just Like stars Absolutely. Like oh. starlight is a thing. Starlight, Did yeah. you know that starlight and, and is and a fireflies? Thing. You know, There's fireflies. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And yeah. speaking of like mothering, because I know that people maybe consider it sexist, but I still really love the um, analogy of Mother Earth mm-hmm. because I feel like mothering is so powerful. Um, we have two brand new mothers in the room. Ooh, Tara <laughs> and. Kiana are brand new mothers. Congratulations. And yes, congratulations. And their babies are so gorgeous. Oh, yeah. oh my like, God. Yes. Tara's baby <laughs> looks like a little Vivian Lee, you know? <laughs> oh, yeah. And, and Kiana's baby looks like a combination of my mother, her mother, hmm. herself. Like, she's just gorgeous, you know, manifestation of every ancestor that we have. You know, like these gorgeous babies, little girls. They're sweet girls. Yeah, they're sweet. Yeah. Yes. They were in the same room for they're a few strong. hours. They weren't crying. Yeah, yeah they're babies. beautiful. And strong. Yeah. Yes. Yes. So like that's a good like because when you talk about like soul fire forms like mothering and nurturing and sacrifice it brings me back to the first gift I gave to Genesis which is the giving tree. Mm-hmm. And in oh, that book yes. the tree gives everything just to nurture this little boy. Yeah. Um, so, like, Tara, what's your experience been so far? Like, tell us some of the highs of being a mommy. Um, uh, they're, uh, they're amazing. <laughs> <laughs> they're actually, everyone says, you know, it's hard to describe. It's, um, and it's true. Um, I have, I have a new baby girl, but I became a mother, uh, three and a half years ago to our son Felix who's a toddler so you know he gives me <laughs> he's gorgeous like oh my goodness he gives me different feels now you know but he still makes my heart beat differently um, and you know I was afraid to have a girl um, I was afraid to um, to feel like you know I had to I had to uh, 
you know, raise raise a woman as as strong and judgmental and snappy and beautiful and expressive and as crazy as I am. <laughs> so I'm like, okay, I'm I'm in for a lot if I have to do this with a girl, but I'm really excited for that. Um and uh it's been it's been easier this time around. Um one of the things that a lot of mothers don't like to talk about is uh, postpartum depression. Yeah. It's very wow, real. Yeah. It's very shitty. Oh, yeah. Yeah. It is real. And I know that, um, like, for me, talking to Kiana about her baby coming, because Kiana is my sister-in-law. Yeah. She's my sister. <laughs> sister Bottom line, yes, she's my yes. sister. We'll leave out the in-law part. Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so watching her, like be a new bride and then uh, you know she told me that she was having a baby she and Daniel let me know that um, I didn't to be honest with you I did think about all the things that would come with having it like you think about everything yeah um, you've been through it you've been because yeah because yeah. I've been through it you have children, and yeah. I did not tell her about the depression part and not out of a sense of I want her to have a view of being a mom as this euphoric thing but I don't know. I, I guess I wanted her to feel it first on her own. Yeah. So then I would have a better pers- place of, of, of being um, a support for her. It happens differently. Yeah. Too, for for yeah. every every new mom. Yeah. You know, it's, it's not. And you're right. People don't tell you. Right. They don't tell you. It's because, you know, some women aren't lucky enough to get past it, which is the raw truth. Um, and. A lot of women are, and they want to forget that, you know. Mm-hmm. But talking about it is is really important. It's it, yeah, and it should be part of the conversation. It should, it really should. I that was actually a fear of mine before I had her, um, of going into a depression. I've never really experienced being depressed before, and I I was asked that like, oh, have you ever been depressed? Oh, you should be fine. You know, everybody yeah. doesn't experience it. And I'm right. like, oh, okay, and then literally it just hit me out of nowhere and I was so like what do I do like what what do you do when you feel like this I had moments when I was happy Mm -hmm. I had moments when I was down I had moments when I just cried for no reason and it was like why should I feel like this I just had a beautiful baby I should Mm -hmm. be you know just all lovey-dovey and just under the baby and just feeling like this but then you just have these moments when you just shift completely Mm -hmm. and you do have crazy thoughts when you go through postpartum and that was that's just one thing that people don't talk about because right. they're like I don't want nobody to think that I'm crazy right yeah and you, so you don't want to be labeled right you don't want to be labeled you, know? you don't want to be labeled as you're a already parent. labeled as a new mom exactly. with a beautiful new child and exactly. you should be so happy and yeah. it's like you are happy of course you're happy but it just is something that you know you can't control and and you know I found myself um, saying Everyone has to have these thoughts. Like, every new mom has probably thought this thought, you know? Every new mom has probably thought, like, oh, my God, this is so overwhelming that, you know, I don't even feel like being here. Mm -hmm. But when you step back, not everyone feels that. Right. There are tons of women that don't experience that. And, um, you know... The more women that are open to talk about it, the more likely you're going to feel better about going through it and right. taking the steps to make yourself feel better. You know, yeah. whether it's um, medication or talking to someone or 
just just being open about it. Just so I did have in a, a non-judgmental way. Yeah. You yeah. know, because I'm going to be honest, I was pissed off when I had Corey. Like, I did not want to have a baby. I did not want to be in that relationship anymore. I had other goals that I had set for myself. He set me completely off. I shouldn't say he, but being pregnant and becoming a mother at, time, at that time completely, completely set me off course from what my goals were. Mm-hmm. So when he was born, I had to get to know him. Like, this is a brand new person. And um, I have hormonal things that make me attached to him, that make me instinctive. Like, I'm, my breasts are going to fill with milk. I'm going to feed him. I'm going to care for him. You know, there's hormonal things that happen. But then there's a part of you that's like, this is inconvenient. Yes. This is not what I want to be doing right mm-hmm. now. And I would rather be anywhere but right here. You know? And I had to get to Someone know him. Babysit. Yeah. Yeah. So I can go away for forever. a month. Yeah. yeah. Like yeah. yeah. Forever. Sometimes a month. yeah, you want to put that kid down and walk away. Yeah. Oh. And, you know? I, and I actually had moments like that. You know, I and that was one thing I said, I'm I am gonna be open. I am gonna you know, talk to somebody because I don't want to feel like this. Because for a while, I do, didn't even tell my husband. Right. I, there was right. times when he was asleep and I would just be crying. Yeah. He would I never was, know. I denied it. It's like, <laughs> like a year after. I was oh like, goodness. I didn't suffer postpartum. Right. Fuck you. you exactly. Know? But yeah. yeah no. And I, I didn't tell him and he was like, well, are you sure? Is that what you're dealing with? And I'm like, I think I'm pretty sure. You know, because I, I... I'm pretty sure. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I'm pretty sure this is what I'm dealing with because I don't ever feel it like this. Feel it was right. moments yeah. I literally would put her down and like I need to go step aside for a second and I need you to and that's come, good that you did that. you know come in here mm-hmm. and I would reach out to Tanisha you know my god sister mm-hmm. um, my mother and I would talk about it and my mom would say just write things out talk about it yeah. because yeah. it will make you feel yeah. better um, once you talk about it and get it off your chest mm-hmm. you're not crazy you know a lot of mothers go through this some women don't talk about it because right. they're scared to discuss it mm-hmm. um, and that's one thing that you know we should didn't feel that way no you know we should and it makes it easier when we do come together and do discuss yeah. it's like yeah me too I felt that but how too. blessed are you to be able to have those women in your life right. to talk yeah. to right you know? yeah. and so what's not, a good I can't stress I'm sorry Kiki non-judgment yeah. way like, exactly. I can't stress yeah. that enough right right <laughs> but well, you don't want someone to make you feel worse when I guess, you are already feeling your worst yeah as someone who's not a mother um how like how could I support someone who's like going through this because like my sister just had a baby um, don't pretend like like you know don't pretend like you know like yeah there's no way say I understand just you know let 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 her talk if she needs to talk and and vent and um maybe maybe don't even offer advice just say you know yeah I love you and yeah you know you're gonna get through it I'm gonna text her right now (laughs) I like what you just said don't offer advice right like I hated when people offered me advice about how to care for my kids smile yeah yeah (laughs) smile yeah oh yeah Yeah. it's that easy I'm crying on the inside. How does the smile look? Right. <laughs> but how do you how do you manage? Um, I guess like antidepressants and that kind of thing. I know that um, a lot of people get prescribed that with postpartum uh, medical how marijuana. Do, oh yes, that's, that's me. <laughs> how do you manage that when you're also breastfeeding? You know, like what is? Do you just like? Um, not every, I mean, not every mother breastfeeds. Yeah, right. Um, you know, it's it's a it's it's a choice. 
marijuana is a choice that a person makes um, at least I believe when they're a grown ass adult (laughs) you know you know I'm a teenager let's get hot you know but as an adult and I see the medical um, you know the how much it helps someone um, that 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 there are just yeah, and there's it's, strains you can get without the THC, without right, the harmful things. Yeah, there's there's different so, yeah. ways to take it, and yeah. uh, and THC doesn't actually get in your breast milk. Um, yeah. It's not in your breast milk. Uh, you know, when I had Felix and I was going through all of this, I didn't breastfeed him for as long as I wanted to because it was I felt so inconvenienced and it was so hard and. You know, why can't I just give him a bottle, you know, and, you know, it, I, I don't even feel like I've got my body back. You know, I'm still giving all of myself to my baby and I feel so run down mm-hmm. and, um, you know, being able to uh, smoke help me. Uh, there's there's a fear of um, antidepressants. There's so much trial and error with antidepressants that, you know, you could go even deeper and me feeling so um, completely, uh, you know, depressed, you know, like at a point of of just not wanting to be like alive. I didn't want to take my chances with a pill that could make right. me feel even yeah. worse. Wow. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Yeah, I, I most weed. definitely. <laughs> it makes me happy. <laughs> I most well. I did for a while. I mean, right after I had her, I was like, asked my midwife, so when can I have a drink? Yeah, right? Yeah, exactly. The, I'm not an alky, but when can I wine. have a drink? Yeah, no. You know, it's been Whatever a long helps you nine relax. months. Yeah. <laughs> when can I have a drink? Ten months. Right. And you, right. Let's and not play. It's right, ten months. Ten months. After? <laughs> ten months after? No, 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 no. Oh ten my months. God. You're pregnant for ten months. You're technically you're pregnant, pregnant for ten months. Oh, no. <laughs> you can have a drink. Right, you yeah, can have a drink. And I, I glass just of red a glass wine. of wine, yeah, just a fun. glass of red wine was just fine for me. And talking, like I said, talking a lot about it and actually praying a lot about it for me really helped me a lot. And so, um, and that was my main and my first thing that I did because I was just like, I do not like feeling this way because it, it, it is. It's, it's your hormones and everything is trying to level back out after having a baby yeah. and it's like trying to get back to normal you're like I didn't know it took all this just to get yeah. back to, it didn't yeah. take that long to get there I know <laughs> I think it's so long to get back but um yeah talking about it and I I um I literally was blowing up my best friend's phone like every day like I gotta talk about this thing here cause yeah. it's gonna drive me nuts and she would just listen yeah she would just listen and she'd be like well I'm glad you're talking about it and you know continue to do so you know um she had a different experience than I did so she didn't really kind of go through the postpartum mm-hmm. part like I did um she experienced a little differently than I did but um, she, you know, she was in, encouraging me to continue to talk about it, and it will eventually get better. And you yeah. know, you taking the right steps. I didn't want to take pills. I didn't want to mm-hmm. go through that whole roller coaster. And it's and it's fine for anyone that that needs to, you know, right? Um, but yeah, yeah. And uh, I I didn't talk about it. I didn't talk about it, and I took the brunt out on Jody. Poor Jody. 
<laughs> Poor Jenny. Yeah, but, I, 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 and I admit, believe some I of the bride he deserved, like but you know. <laughs> I just say, you know. it takes two to tango. So right. Exactly. You, know. you know did what? this to me, okay? Right. Daniel will walk in, he'll be like, wait, what? I, didn't, I just said uh, hello. I just walked in, but I hate you. Right. Leave. <laughs> you didn't take the trash out. He's like, wait, what? I, I, I hate the way you blink. Stop blinking like that about That's why I call it sperm poisoning. When I got pregnant, that was like, I'm sperm poisoned. Oh my God. It rots your brain. It rots your brain. Speaking of sperm poisoning, okay, now we got to move on. Because there's one topic. Okay, there's one, there's a reason that we're here. There's certain people that brought us here together. Horrible segue. Yes. Sperm poisoning. Yes. You know, I've learned my lesson about sperm poisoning. I'm not having any more children. Like, so, dick, here, here. Isn't that, what was that thing? Uh, Jill Scott was dickmatized. Dickmatized. <laughs> yeah. That's how she. Um, that's how I got pregnant. That's how you got pregnant. Shit. <laughs> well, I, with yeah. I'll be yeah. in the car. I'll say. Yeah. Well, I've learned. I now have the kryptonite to dick. Oops, dickmatism. <laughs> so I can know I cannot She's be dickmatized the way I was right? when I was 22 years old anymore. So although I love, I love my bae, I am not dickmatized. I'm actually smarter than him. And I, I know that <laughs> oh, that's goodness. not a popular thing to admit out loud. But I think women, we got to be honest. We're smarter than they are. Most often we're smarter than they are, Tanisha, but we want the, to the allow point is them to not let them know. Okay, we're not going to let them know. But I'm going to be the, the Steve bed. Harvey <laughs> for women, for all women. I'm the Steve Harvey. No, that's not. I'm going to write a book that wasn't for a men. Good thing. That wasn't a good but thing. I feel like they need that book. No. Like ex ex hoish men, they need to know how to get back on track and get oh a good God. woman. <laughs> okay, so let me stop. Oh my God, <laughs> awful. Do not want. Do not want. No. But um, like there's a reason like we all came together. We like I met Kleana on my own. I met her as we were working at Glenmont Job Corps. And I met Kiana on my own too because one day my brother Daniel gave me a call and was like, listen, I'm getting married. And he was very nervous to tell me that because, you know, I didn't want him to get married. He was. You know? He waited a long time. <laughs> like, yeah. I'm like, like it's you? tomorrow. Right. When are you going to tell her invitation? He's like, no, you don't. Go sit <laughs> just wait. Just wait. Give us some more time. Just wait. Right. Yeah. But um, so he he knows me very well. But I'm very I was very pleased with his choice. You know I'm very happy with his choice. And then I met Nate the Great through my bay, and I met Corey, and I was like, okay, these are cool people. And then I met Tara through Jody, and I was like, these are I like these people. It's a network. Like it's a whole network of really strong, um, interesting people. Um, and not just the men, but the women, like the women themselves stand on their own, yes. but we're all here because we, um, what we have in common is that we are women who are significant others of men who are in, um, entertainment in some way. So we all, we're like, we share our men, you know, in a way, like I said earlier, we share yes, them yeah. with other people in a way. Yeah. And that could be difficult. Mm-hmm. Um, 
It, it really can it be is. difficult. It is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, absolutely. Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. I, everyone, I think, uh, everyone comes up to you, tells you, you know, how amazing your man is. <laughs> yes. He's so funny. You're like, he doesn't put the toilet seat down. I'm like, so. no, what are you? What do you, what do you how mean? You know my man. No. <laughs> yeah. Who are you? No. <laughs> yeah. And these are men who are making connections with people across gender lines. Yes. yes. And across so, you know, the world. Right. You know, it's just, I mean. And they're doing good. They're doing good, you know. But yeah. but it is still it is unbelievably hard to share them like yeah. you had said earlier. It's, it's crazy because as long as me and Daniel have been together, he always amazes me. Mm, like yeah. Yeah. every time I see him perform, it's like I've never seen him perform, and I'm always moved when I see how <laughs> hard he's working. Like mm-hmm. even this UK tour he has coming up, like I'm just like this guy right here. Yeah, he, he does his thing like yeah. for real. So I yeah, he's I'm so proud of him. Yeah, I couldn't be. More proud of him, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I, I feel the same way, and I and I don't express it enough because uh, I'm very uh, introvert with with my lovey dovey feelings, um, which I wish I could be more. You know, oh baby, I'm so proud of you and all that, but you know, it's hard, and it, and it feels forced with with anyone, um, even my parents, who I absolutely love. Uh, but 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 yeah, I'm I'm very very proud of Jody and and the things that he's able to do with with our partners in the radio show and the music and uh, all that all that stuff he's a sweetheart yes yeah, he's Jody, great. If, uh, this little beat shot group I think Jody is the sweetest he's he, he's, he cares about people's feelings yes, more than the others yeah, for sure yes. <laughs> yeah, he does yes he does and he's sweet and easy to talk to I think he's the most lovable he talked to anyone yeah mailboxes become his yeah. best friend yeah. he's, <laughs> he's absolutely lovable yeah. Mm-hmm. yeah like when I met him right away I was like he is so he is such a cool dude yeah that's exactly how I felt yeah (laughs) I was like you and me are gonna be something like immediately and that's what it said what within within what was it three minutes three minutes um yeah we Jody Jody and I talked and shared a cigarette one drunken night outside of McGeary's uh a few years ago and when we all were saying goodbye just you know friends and stuff and uh, he said give me a hug and I'm not a hugger you know I don't I don't hug you I don't say, oh, come on you know yeah. um, we don't have to hug hi nice to see you yeah. Yeah. Um, Jody said oh come on give me a hug and I was like okay and then I backed away and he said one more and I'm like oh, okay oh, Jody was running <laughs> like game you. on you you just didn't know it he was doing uh, that sweet he did game it. he did it and he, <laughs> you were hugmatized that's what we call that's it. yeah I was. I was. Cleanna's <laughs> got mom jokes and she doesn't even know. Oh, well, <laughs> I'm like, Cleanna. I feel like I'm the mommiest non mom ever. Like, it's I true. did something today just, and my roommates were like, oh my God, that was amazing. <laughs> that's genius. And I'm like, that's my mom, G. <laughs> the nurturing. You've got a nurturing side. Cleanna, JB and I tried to discourage Cleanna from being with Masai. Oh, we were like, my. no. I believe it. No. Like, <laughs> back away. No, no, like, no. I was in the back of their car. And I was like... Um, hey guys, what do you think about like I didn't even get that far. <laughs> JB was like, nope. nope. I already know what you're gonna say. <laughs> Don't do it. I, I, I love I love you and Masai together. <laughs> but when did you know? When did you know you were gonna okay, this is gonna be something? Uh, in the back of the car. <laughs> You're like, what do you think of my son? You can't tell me what to do. This will be my him. husband. <laughs> it's like a Disney movie. Um, oh gosh, I don't even, I don't know. I probably, I don't know. You know. 
I do know, but I don't want to say. <laughs> you want to keep it private? <laughs> keep it private. Come yeah. on. Or um, tell us right now. Uh, you know, I was just... Uh, oh, you know what? Oh, my God. Do you know what it was? Um, so he gave me his CD when we first met. We met at a Beat Shot Festival, and I actually have the poster um, of when we met. I have the poster mm-hmm. and the T-shirt. I made sure to find those. Um, so I have that. In, but, yeah, he gave me a CD when we first met, and... Um, I didn't have anything that played CDs, so I got I bought his like <laughs> album. <laughs> I bought his album, and um, I was like running, and it was the first time I heard um, almost home. Oh yeah, yeah. I was running, and it was like um, Nate's Nate scratches came in, and I was like, oh wow, this isn't like one of those like I'm a producer, I'm a rapper. <laughs> like it wasn't one of those. And like so, I think it was by the by the time I finished his his out al- that album, I was just like, wow, yeah, like wow, like this is this is a cool guy. Like I would like to you know get to know him. I'm lying. That's not the first time I knew. <laughs> but it was a little while after when we were we were on top of a um, each other. I would stop that. No, no way. Absolutely. Why did you not. open that door? No. Um, so we we like spent the day together just doing some really cool stuff and we ended up at um on Thatcher Mountain like looking at the stars and just like sharing some of our favorite songs and stuff like that and like there was an artist that was like super corny but we both really liked it and now I have a sneaking suspicion that he didn't like it yeah but I said I liked it and so he was like oh yeah I'm totally about that that sounds just like it was like you do that um but yeah so we were we were up on the mountain and we we were just like listening to this artist and I was just like wow like this is like so cool I've never like felt this like soul connection with anyone else and like this is pretty like I'm pretty dizzy right now so that's so cute yeah Yeah. whatever shut up Denisha (laughs) (laughs) okay Corey your turn never What was the question? <laughs> well, what what did you know it was like he was going to be okay, serious? Two two different. All right, <laughs> no. <laughs> I met him much many years before we became romantically involved. So, um, <laughs> what what what? He has no mic, so we're going to ignore him. Right. I love I love how JB words it that way. <laughs> Every time. Um, I met Nate at Music Shack. We were introduced. Okay, so... um, (laughs) And that place... I mean, that's been closed for so long. Is that like Guitar Center? Um, Or or like Fusebox? It was near the Fusebox on Central. I think it was in a couple locations. Above Henry Johnson at the time, I think. Many, many, many years ago. 15, maybe. But then over time, I think it, you know, we developed a friendship and it sort of evolved from there. And um, we were in the same circle then, you know, we sort of came around to the same circle. I had met Sev, I think, and joined some pitch control music events and Nate would DJ some of those events and... I would dance back up for some local artists. Hey, Dirty JB. 
<laughs> so, um, and Nate would edit music um, for my group, The Diamonds. What? What? Was y'all twerking? In the crates? No, no. This was pre-twerking. Pre-twerking. Oh, my God. This is such pre- a long time ago. invented twerking. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Left cheek, right cheek. <laughs> <laughs> so, it sort of took that, took that route. Wow. Yeah. Nice. So when wow. Did you know? Oh. When did you know that he was staying? Well, I I knew that. I remember one thing I remember was when he told me that he had practiced yoga. Oh. And I and and I thought to myself, Yeah. He might have oh, 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 that was a lie. Okay. <laughs> I do yoga. <laughs> oh yeah, absolutely. Oh yeah. I knew I knew Masai had lines. Absolutely. <laughs> but I I th- I thought it was like interesting. Like oh, I guess that's something like we have in common. I don't know. I mean, obviously we had music and friends in common or whatever. But I I don't know. I just that was something I always kind of remember tilting my head at. Like oh, you practice yoga. I mean, I think that was still a little early on, but, you know, something that kind of I always remember. You know he's bendable, so you don't have to do all the bending. It's like, put your, put your leg behind your head and shit. No, no, you do it. Hashtag dad jokes. Mom, I don't even know. Okay, Kiana, go ahead. When did you fall in love with Daniel with the good jeans? Wow. Um... Wow. What would you know when did you know he was gonna be Bay? You know what? I for a while, I'm not gonna lie, I was running from I was really running from Daniel. I was. Because I was like, this can't be real because the way that we started talking to each other because we went to the same school, um, he lived next door to me in my apartment building. So I saw him all the time, but I didn't really know him. And I've <laughs> And I would just randomly knock on his door like, do you have a calculator? Oh, hey, do you have this? And, you know, and one day he just popped up and he was like, hey, do you, you, you like pizza? And I was like, yeah. He was like, oh, I got this because he worked at a pizza place. And he was like, oh, I have this pizza. So, you know, I don't want it. You want it? And I was like, okay, sure. I'm like, and I like to eat. So I was like, you know what? He just knows the way to my heart. I'm about no. to say pizza usually gets me too. <laughs> but um, no, just um, we started off with uh, just conversation. We just talked. And we talked so much and so long we didn't even realize what time it was. And so as just time went by and how he was just pursuing me and he, his love for me, it showed. And I was, I, like I said, I was running because I was just like, I've never experienced this before. This, you know, what is this? You know, he was different from boys, I should say, that I was talking to or that I've talked to before. Um, and so it was one day he just told me, um, so so w- when are you going to be my baby? And I was like, <clears throat> uh, 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 huh? Oh, no. <laughs> like, I heard him, but I was like, huh? <laughs> What'd you say? So when are you going to be my baby? And I was like, you know, like, what do you say to that? <laughs> 
And I was just like, I guess I'm going to be your baby now. All right. All right. <laughs> but I, I knew right away. And it, and, and it was confirmation when somebody randomly just came to me like, you know, he really loves you. Like that. He just really loves you. Like, I don't know your whole relationship, but I just can tell that he just really loves you. So, you know, acknowledge it. Don't take it for granted. And I'm like, mm-hmm. you right. Him do. Him do. <laughs> yeah, okay. I guess Aww. I guess it's my turn and um to be real don't, don't do this. Don't do this. Don't do this. All right. Okay. I'm your Jiminy Cricket. All right. Don't do this. <laughs> Listen. I'm still like I for me. There is no one time where I just knew he was going to be bae. I think the times come and go. Like, <laughs> oh, my God. I, I, <laughs> that happens once they become bae. Yeah. <laughs> but then you're like, oh, get away from me, yeah. but stay right yeah. here next to me. Yeah. yeah. But get away from me. Get away from me. Because <laughs> I have to love admit you. that I yeah. really, like, I'm really in love with with my, with JB. I really love him. Um but I, for me, love didn't happen like, oh, the heavens opened up. Mm-hmm. I remember thinking, yeah, I'm going to give him some. Like, yeah. I said, don't do this. I don't. Well, that's how it starts for some of us. Playing yeah, Anna. like I remember, yeah, he was trying to get me like we were at um, Justin's and afterwards he walked me to my car and he was trying to get me to come over to Cafe um, 7-Eleven. Is that what it's called? Yeah, Cafe it's Lark. Seven, yeah. 217. Yeah. That's where I that's went. late night I, That's where I went after I met Masai. I yes. contemplated our meeting over fried Oreos. Yeah, and see, like that wow. place is dangerous. That's yeah, a good, that's so a good he was, think about JB was trying to get me to go over there. He like he was at, we were at my parked car across the street from the rest of the cafe and he was sitting there and he was trying to get me to come to the restaurant and we had a long conversation true master was texting him like where are you at like and he was like why don't you come over he kept saying come over and at one point he looked up at me and he grinned and i was like i am so gonna fuck him yeah. i am oh going God. to fuck this man good night everybody <laughs> but sorry, the, Daniel. I know you're listening. <laughs> I'm sorry. Your mom is listening. I'm sorry. Mom is okay. still listening. <laughs> I am she be, she I be worried about my husband. She she be okay. Daniel can't take it. I'm off sorry. I'm sorry, baby. But your sister is a woman. Okay. <laughs> D dot is a woman. Okay. So, but the moment I knew that it was like he was going to be Bay. I would say one night we I went to a concert of his by accident because I didn't want to go. He had asked me to come, and I said, eh, you know, like I said, I'll be there, but I didn't have any intention of going. But um, uh, someone I knew pressured me to go. She was like, "Oh, we have to go." I told him we we, we would be there. Da da da. I was like, "Okay," so we go, and I'm standing there, and I'm wearing these red leather like pleather pants. I'm looking fly. Um, I yeah, like yeah, I we've seen feeling, him. We've yeah. seen. Yeah, so I was feeling myself looking good. I'm looking around at all the prospects, and you know, I'm enjoying having a good time. And I know he he's watching me from the stage. I every time I looked up, he was kind of looking at me, and you know, but I'm like, okay, anyway. So anyway, um. Later that night, so some freaky, some craziness happened that night, and I texted him. I said, you know what? I was not a part of what just happened. That was not me. But he came over, and he bought me um, blueberry crumble ice cream 
Hagen Dazs made it at the time. This stuff is Yum. delicious. Mm-hmm. It's crack. They sprinkle crack in it. It's crack cream. in that one. <laughs> crack in the ice cream. Crack yes. in the pesto. Yes. We're doomed. But We're JB, doomed. he came over. We talked, and it was like six o'clock in the morning. And when we finished, and I mentioned that they had a buy one get one at shop, a price chopper. He went and got it and brought me back a pint. He knocked on my door. He said, "Here." And then he walked away. <laughs> and I was like, okay. That's amazing. Yeah. Yeah, I love him. Mm-hmm. You know, because he brought me blueberries. To walk away from <laughs> ice cream? Yeah. No. That's, that's the that's way dedication. to walk ice cream. Yeah. Hagen Dazs. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's what's up. <laughs> yes. So, <laughs> so next week, I want to hear them talk about how. They knew we were going to be the ones because I know I I feel like women are always asked about their men. Men are rarely asked about their women. So many Daniel yes. to uh, get on the show next yeah. week. Yeah, yeah. He needs to come and they need to talk about that. I want to hear them talk about that because you know um, women are the foundation. The, the we hold we sustain things. We make it so that they can do what they do. You know. Um, that they can do what they do and that they remain human, that they remain grounded. So I want to hear them talk about us and why they love the women they love. Because it's not because we're beautiful, because we're all beautiful, but there are also a million other beautiful women out there who are pushing their way to those stages, who are throwing themselves at them, mm-hmm. who are you know doing, doing everything they can to get their attention. But why do they love who they love? So... So who? <laughs> Y'all don't. No, they don't always say bye, Felicia. No. Let's be real. Sometimes, they say hi, Felicia. Hi, how Felicia. are you doing? Hey, you doing? I'm not going home with you, but how are you, you doing? doing? <laughs> yeah, I'm watching. Yeah, right. I'm we see. Like, we uh-huh. see. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we're, we're all against the wall, too. And that's down that's down. a part of sharing we'll is sharing you. the men that we're with. And that's the is, part of it is you know that they have to be nice to these women when yeah. you want to be like why why you being nice to her oh that's because you know you want them to listen to your show you want them to come to the show you want you also want them to be part of the community that they that our men you know immerse themselves into yeah I know that um I got pushed back from the stage the last time JB performed this woman pushed me out of the way And I was like, I didn't get angry. You ain't tripper. No, I didn't tripper. Sometimes you gotta let it go. Tanisha, it is you. It is not me. (laughs) You know, she pushed her way to the front, and I'm like, okay, I'll step back because at the end of the day, um, I know the difference between a persona and a person. Yes. And I love that. You know, my mom just said, "Back the hell up, Felicia." (laughs) (laughs) Shout out to mom, dude. I, I know that I'm loved, and I know that. Um, well, he ended up pulling me to the front of the stage, like even though I, you know, I get kind of embarrassed because I feel like it's there. It's their moments. Did you look her in the there. eye when you walked by her? Just like fuck. Just you didn't like, need to. I didn't. Need Not to. when he pulled you, you up like to. that. <laughs> I, I have had my petty moments though. Wait, I've done yeah. petty, petty stuff, yeah. But I didn't in that moment because you know, I, I, you know, we've been together for four years, so it's now like okay, you know, I like do what you can. You can uh, strip naked, and he might look and be like, "Yo, take it off." Take it. Like, look at this. Yeah, look at this. He's gonna show me. He's crazy. gonna show me. Right. But then he, at the end of the night, he's gonna come home with me. We're gonna laugh at you, and yeah. then we're gonna, you know, do what we do. Chimney you know? cricket. Yeah. <laughs> Where the magic yeah. happens. Then the magic happens. You know, and the magic could be just we go to sleep. 
Yeah. That's that's yeah. very magical. Sometimes that is the best. Just yeah. the best. <laughs> yeah, my best oh, friend just sleep. got me a pair of furry handcuffs. Well, birthday gift. Good night, everybody. That's Peach a shot. No, I'm not. Like, we no, no, nothing sexy, nothing sexy. But she got me those, and I'm looking at them. And I'm like, you know what? This is funny. I'm just gonna hang them up on the doorknob just He's to be funny because we're not gonna. <laughs> we're probably not gonna use those. <laughs> They've been used. Uh, <laughs> but I guess okay. Cool. I'm sorry. Um, now that I've had a minute, I think the turning point happened. When Nate and I made plans with some other friends to go to a Roots concert in Central Park in New York. Nice! De La Soul, MF Doom, they brought Mo Steph out onto the stage. It was a great concert. And and conveniently enough, the other people who were going to go didn't end up going. So Nate and I ended up going. Just the two of us. Set up. and, And he shared his trail mix with me. What? And I remember we were walking back to his Toyota Corolla from the Metro North and he referred to it as his whip <laughs> and I died I died died and I was like did you just call that your whip it was hilarious I love it hilarious and I think that was a turning point yeah that was a big thing for for me too with Miss I think our first like major date was going to Central Park we saw Stevie Wonder um, and that was like a huge connection for the both of us like you know we both loved Stevie Wonder and we were able to go to a free concert to see Stevie Wonder so that was just like a really emotionally charged concert for the both of us and I was just like wow what an amazing moment to share yeah you know what's funny to put a damper on all these sweet things that we're saying I bet that our men remember everything differently oh yeah yeah like really you fell in love then I was thinking about what I was gonna eat later right the whole time (laughs) <laughs> that sparkle in my eye was about chili dogs. You know like, what? It's so funny because when I tell a story, Daniel tells it completely different. Uh, mm-hmm. It's like probably everything that I complained about that day. <laughs> you know, You're like there's some good shit. What the hell? Right? I'm like, no, no, no. Wait a minute. It didn't, <laughs> it didn't, it didn't happen quite like yeah, right. I'm an actually like person to, too. Um, actually. There's this place called Indian Rock in the Bay Area. Oh yeah. Oh my gosh. Like he was really running game on you he, he didn't run. right no he was running some serious game Daniel knows all the great places to go to out in, like in the Bay Area like he's the person to ask when you go but he took me to this place called Indian Rock and it's this huge rock and it has like you could climb up the rock it has stairs and like everybody will go to this place and so when you get on top of this rock you literally can see the whole Bay Area you can see San wow. Francisco yeah, it beautiful. beautiful like it's so beautiful and it's oh my gosh like he he did run game on me that night cause yeah. you know it's so funny he told me for a whole week like you know you my star you know you my star you know you're a star and I was like why does this guy keep saying this he's trying to impress you he actually had bought me a star <gasps> Stop it. Yes, for uh, our first stop Valentine's it. Day, he bought me a star. The and first Valentine's Day, and named it after him. Jesus Christ. <laughs> I taught that boy well. <laughs> I, like, just Good bought my job. dad a star. <laughs> when I was like, this like, is Bay right what? here. Like, now I, ha- I always have to figure out ways to outdo him. What if you That's said you were, oh, my God, if I were you, I'd have been like, but I'm allergic to stars. Like, <laughs> <laughs> 
<laughs> I'd have been so- Flip it around Daniel but like She complained that whole night She said it was cold You always cold <laughs> Like Why you always cold Right She like You always wanna go Cause you cold That's why I always bring my jacket Cause you cold Yeah Okay <laughs> I think we need to Probably start wrapping yeah. it up Yeah It's, it's We wanna say that time. We wanna yeah. say I don't wanna leave Like I'm having such a good time But I, we're gonna talk Probably after the The broadcast goes off But hit us up on Twitter Yeah you know? Yes. Let's yes. keep the conversation going. You know, love is always a good thing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Love is always a good thing. And if it hurts, it's probably not love. Right. You know, if you have to suffer for it, it's probably not love. No, no, no. So um, thank you for listening to us. We're going to yeah. sign off. I am Tanisha the Wordsmith. I am Tara, mother of two, and I'm tired. <laughs> <laughs> it's past our bits. Is this like the longest you've been away from your children in like three and a half years? Yes. Um, not Felix, uh, you know, because we, we got married after we had Felix. So we did take a honeymoon without Yay. our baby, which was amazing. Even though I was pregnant again, oh. but, <laughs> but yeah, no. From from Hazel, yes, this is this is. Yeah, yeah I'm going through straight withdrawals right now. I, You're like looking at papers. My yeah, boobs are hurting. Like, <laughs> like I'm, I miss my baby. Yeah, I miss my baby. Time to go home. Thank you so much for listening. Yeah, this is Kleana, uh signing off. Be sure to follow all all of us. Um, if you think we're so awesome, follow me at Viva La Coco. Uh, follow Tanisha at Tanisha256. Follow um, Tara at T Lee Twin. T Lee Wins. T Lee Wins. Come on. T Lee Wins. I always read it as T Lee Twins. <laughs> Everyone T-Lee reads it differently. Wins. And then um, Kiana at Love. That's L U V more M O R E Kiki. K E K E. And um, we've been retweeting stuff from Beat Shot. So just go ahead and follow follow that yeah and be sure to uh, subscribe to this podcast it's it's always awesome always a fun time so that's Beat Shot Radio they're on Google Play they are on the um, iPhone app right what is that iPhone thing I'm Android now so I like I'm, I'm, I'm above all of that foolishness iTunes podcast app whatever you want to call it um, be sure to subscribe check it out um, we've got amazing episodes and more happening um, and always go to BeatShotRadio.com They're always playing um, Podcasts 24-7 So you can always Catch up on some Really great stuff These guys are hilarious Obviously Because we Hang out with them So (laughs) We love them We love you guys Okay Bye (laughs) (laughs) Good night y'all Good night everybody Thank you so much For listening It's Beat Swap. Did you sign off late? I did, I did. It was kind of like undertone, but I was there. (laughs) (laughs) So love you all. Thank you for listening. Have a great night. Thanks so much, y'all. Hit us up. (laughs) Thank you so much. Good night. Good night. Y'all know what it is. Beat Swap.